So, Brent, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, after watching so many horror movies over October, mm-hmm. and I even started in, like, mid-September, uh, so I've been watching them for even longer. Um, Humble brag. Sorry. Um, I, uh, I really got sick of them by the end of October, I gotta tell you. <laughs> by the time Halloween rolled around, I was like, I'm kind of out of it. I don't know what I want to watch. <laughs> was that about the same for you? Uh, you know, not really. I was kind of okay. surprised. It, it, it did take me a little bit longer to get into it in October, so it's probably okay. like halfway through October where I was just like, oh, okay, now I, I kind of feel like Mm-mm. like I'm into this. Um, and boy, finishing it off with that 2018 Halloween was great. Oh, yeah, cool. It was a great way to cap it, mm-hmm. but I, I actually started watching a new horror movie uh, on Halloween night, like okay. around 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah? What'd you watch? Yeah, so, um, well, it's on, on my list for uh, oh, things okay. for today, so we'll, gotcha. we'll get to it, but uh, okay. yeah, it... Uh, I don't know. It it really didn't uh, hit a peak for mm-hmm. me. Um, well, fair enough, it man. peaked, it just kind of has plateaued instead of yeah, yeah, dipping yeah. back into that valley. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, it's funny because like, um, I've even put on some things after Halloween, but it's like as it led up to Halloween, uh, I was just kind of like burnt out a little bit. And like I think I mentioned mm-hmm. the podcast, but I, I generally on Halloween, I'll watch uh, the original Halloween from 1978. I watched Trick or Treat that we had done uh, recently, and then I'll watch Hocus Pocus. Um, but we had watched those like so many times already this year and everything. So Amanda and I were all over the place. Um, we got really excited because we're in this new house, and uh, we were excited for the trick or treaters and stuff. And she kind of got home, and um, it was already you know starting and everything, so she missed a few of them. But uh, we were trying to figure out what to put on. We put on Halloween Two a little bit because um, I like that mm-hmm. movie. And since Halloween, the new Halloween kind of takes place over that one, it kind of. What are you uh, talking about? Halloween 11? Halloween 11. <laughs> it's so weird, right? Uh, Halloween I, I. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, Ooh, it features a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody saw it coming. Uh, <laughs> that would totally fit in the series, given that Halloween 3 is like this random, like, witch, or not witch, but like this random, like, mask taking over the world plot. So it's like, mm-hmm. sure, a pirate comes in in Halloween 4, I'll go for it. Yeah, yeah I mean, might as well. Yeah, why not? Rob Zombie is in it later on. It's it's all fucked up. Um, uh, but anyway, yes, yeah, so we put on Halloween two, and then weren't really feeling that. And I, I don't remember what we even finished on, but we we started just watching some some stuff we hadn't put on this year, or stuff we hadn't watched in a while. I don't remember if we watched anything new, but um, we kept getting distracted because of all the kids. Um, it was storming here, uh, but it would like rain really hard off and on, and so a lot of the parents were still trying to brave it. And it was really cool. Um, but we ended up running out of candy. Uh, we actually had four trick or treaters come up, and I had three pieces left. I felt horrible. The oldest, the oldest girl, the, the older sister was was just like, "It's okay," and they all just turned around, <laughs> and then I shut my lights off. <laughs> but it was rad. It was cool. I love Halloween, and it was really fun to see all the kids though too. But for movies and stuff, it was in like our normal line. It was kind of different. I I wonder if you are uh, burning yourself out <laughs> by <laughs> rewatching these movies so often. Oh, absolutely. You know? Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm guessing you're not going to change that behavior. Oh, no. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> what I've been noticing lately is I, as I've get, been getting older and stuff, and I'll kind of be like, well, I did that for like five years. That's a long time to like watch the same thing every year mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, there's a few things this year that we meant to watch, just never, like, every night that we'd pick something, it just never really came up, like, um, The Lost Boys. I watched, like, every year. I love that movie, um, vampire mm-hmm. movie and stuff. Super rad, but I, we just didn't watch it this year, so it'll, it will be nicer next year to kind of get back into that and be like, oh, it's been yeah. two years since I've seen this. 
be a little more fresh. Um, some of the things I really can't like, like Hocus Pocus just never gets old to me. Um, even that night, I was just we. I think we put on Hocus Pocus for a while. We just turned it off and put something else on. But um, I wasn't because I was sick of it. I was just kind of like, let's try something new. Um, because you're sick of it, yeah. Damn yeah. it, Brent! I'm not sick of it. I tell you, I tell <laughs> I you. No. Subtext. I got it. <laughs> no, it's just like I don't know. Like there's some things. There's something to be said for that for sure. But for me, it's like I'm all. I don't know. I get into to grooves of things. It's like I like something. I'll just like watch it over and over again. Um, foods and stuff like that too. I kind of get like something I really like for lunch or whatever. I'll just be like, that's what I want for like five months. I don't know. That's, that's it. Like I'm so golden with that. Movies is the same way. So, well, uh, another thing that might contribute to your burnout and I don't think a lot of people <laughs> know this is that every time you watch a horror movie, mm-hmm. no matter the time of the year, you are carving pumpkins during that entire time. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have, so. um, like a trick or treat. I'm like that little girl that has pumpkins all over her yard. Because I yeah. watch a lot of movies, you know, so one pumpkin, one movie. Right. <laughs> Maybe two. Maybe two if it Sometimes. takes you about an hour or so. It depends on how, oh, yeah. how intricate you're getting on your pumpkin. I remember one year for Halloween, I carved a uh, smiley face emoji into a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. That was very quick for me. That's, that's a quick uh, one. Yeah, Which, I wanted You guys to, did like a dog thing this year or something, right? Yeah, we did a, uh, a dog. We found a, a picture of a uh, dog pumpkin on the internet mm-hmm. and uh, because we couldn't agree on a design that would work for us uh, yeah. and then like after about uh 14 seconds worth of arguing about it i was just like you know what fuck it i don't care, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care to, to really get yeah. into this so we just found one online and, and did fair that. enough yeah, yeah cool um i always like to do like different random faces and stuff uh mostly scary but i did mm-hmm. i did one i don't i think amanda has a picture of it. Maybe we should try to post those but uh i i did like a, a regular face i made like to choose design she found like a scary tree with some um, like gravestones underneath it and stuff. That was cool. But our pumpkins, um, we got three of them. We were going to do a dog themed one for, as well for our dog Savannah. And we got three of them from our uh, grocery store HEB. And uh, when we got home, I opened Savannah's. Amanda's was fine. We got these like tools. It's like a hooks onto like a power drill. And it has like a. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. It looks like a. It almost looks like a wand, but it's made of metal. Uh, it has like this like ball Wait, off the end a, of it. Like one of those. One of those giant dildos? Is that, <laughs> what, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, you put on a drill and you just stuff it <laughs> in the pump. It cleans it out really well. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a, uh, this is like a, it's like metal and it's like a little, uh, it's almost like blades, uh, like uh, a little like round thing of blades. And so like you stick it in there. How and many it, blades? <clears throat> uh, it's got like, it's almost like a Gillette. It's like five or six. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there. Is that, you want more? I was hoping it'd be three. For play, play Trinity, but oh right. no no I'm no! Glad, I'm glad I interrupted that. All right, moving on. <laughs> then no, in real life it was maybe like six. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, you stick it in there, and uh, so instead I scrape it out with like a spoon or whatever. Those little tools, like it just kind of gets the job done faster. So this is mm-hmm. our first year doing that. But anyway, it was cool. I uh, I did Amanda's. She was working on her design, and I opened Savannah's. And um, I've never, I don't think, ever gotten a uh, a bad pumpkin before. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got one this time. And oh. we opened Savannah's, and it was, like, liquid sloshing around inside. Like, oh, my God. Like, two inches of it. Gross. Uh, and I was like, You drink ah. it, though, right? It's like <laughs> a coconut. I didn't you know open it up, you see liquid, you drink it. I didn't know not to until I drank it. <laughs> not good. Not good. It fermented. Uh, it was weird. Uh, You're broadcasting from your toilet right now. <laughs> right now. It's awful. <laughs> that was a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, and so we were in the house and I was like, it smells really bad. And so I like put it outside really quickly 
And then, but I was like, I don't even know how to get my money back for this because I can't take it on the car. Like, I'm afraid, like, do I wrap it up and be like, it's already cut open. This thing was bad. I don't know. So it was like a few bucks, whatever. So it's just like, well, that sucks. Um, but yeah, and then the other ones went bad really fast. We cut them and put them on the, like the stoop and the next day they were already curled in. Two days later, they had like bugs inside and stuff. So we had bad pumpkin luck this year. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I think our pumpkin is still mostly yeah. okay. It's a yeah. splattered against our house. So, you know. Is that how you like dispose of them, or is that someone yeah. else disposed of it for you? Fucking Billy Corgan came around here. What? Smashing pumpkins. Smashing pumpkins? A son of a bitch. Did you get an autograph? Tonight, tonight. <laughs> what if he Did was you like... Go to fucking hell, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what if he was like the new Banksy? What if he like threw it against walls and pump and like fences, and then he signs it, and he's like, it's my art. Mm, not better. Not, it's not for you? Nope. Do you like Smashing Pumpkins, like their music? Not really. Really? No. Oh, I love Smashing Pumpkins. Wow, interesting. Uh, I used to like uh, one of those songs, uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings, uh-huh. um, which they like came out of the gate with. I was like, okay, this isn't too mm. bad, but then, yeah. Not, rest no, of the stuff, no. I'm not, not into it. They've got some new songs they've released recently, oh, really? and I'm just like, ooh. No, I wouldn't. No. Mm-hmm. I don't like mostly whenever like bands from the 80s or 90s and stuff come back out and they're like, new album. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, just the old stuff, please. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> new Aqua? Hell Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's different, Brent. You know how much how big of a fan I am of Aqua. They've written a song about Barbie Girl. Let's hear the one about Ken. Where, Where is it? It needs to be a sequel. It was like waiting for the Unbreakable sequel all these years, you know? We need it. Mm-hmm. People have been clamoring yeah. for it for years. Shyamalan, get on that. Bring out a <laughs> direct music video with Aqua for a Ken music video, and uh, we need that in the world. M. Night Shockwalan. You did it. That was mm, good. Wow, guys, there. that was live. Well, Brent thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> we peaked. Brent peaked. <laughs> no, but I think that's a, that's a good transition to where we're doing it, right? Yes. Cool. Yes. Because we are. Well, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where we just finished off the last of our uh, Halloween stuff. Uh, we finished all of October kind of talking about that, but we wanted to mm-hmm. recap how our actual Halloween's were since they came out after the show, but... Uh, today, we're just kind of, since we've been doing horror stuff so much, we haven't been able to talk about a lot of other things, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I certainly have a, a little bit, I think you maybe you do too, to, to kind of recap as well from what we watched uh, on Halloween, so that'd be fun, but uh, yeah, we're just going to do a little pop culture catch-up today and see what we've been watching and doing, whatever, <laughs> I <Hell> guess. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a, a couple of quick things to, sure. to say. So, um, again, another shout out to the Terror Table, Roll to Play, and Area Inter- oh, and yeah. International for participating on the, the last episode. We greatly appreciate that. That was like a, a hell of an episode to uh, put together uh, on <laughs> yeah. their side and ours. But yeah. uh, I, I think it came out pretty okay yeah, <laughs> for, for us, you know? <laughs> if we were giving awards to ourselves, that would be up there. That would be you up know, there. We'd be nominated. We would not win. No, but... no, no, no. We would win our own award. No, no, no. No. That's ridiculous. <laughs> They'd win. Uh, it's rigged. <laughs> the award for uh, best host of Let's Talk About Stuff goes to, and then it's a three-way tie between them. <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, I think uh, it could be them, but um, I actually think there's a lot of fan votes that will vote for our wives. I'm pretty sure oh, the yes. few episodes that they've been on, they would they would win. Yeah, I mean, they would vote for themselves. That'd be, yeah. that'd well, be a done deal. Yeah. <laughs> so they'd be half the vote, too. So, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. Good catch there. Uh, secondly, the pumpkin is not smashed. Uh, I was mm-hmm. being uh, jestful. Oh. Uh, the, the dog pumpkin is still intact, sitting oh, okay. on our porch, rotting away. Oh, perfect. Uh, just, just, just really burying itself into the mm-hmm. cement on the, uh, the front patio there. So. Awesome. 
that's good. Yeah. Uh, and thirdly, we bought a shitload of Halloween candy. Oh. Uh, we're in a new neighborhood here. <laughs> and last year, there's still quite a few houses that were going up in our neighborhood. Mm. This year, the first entire phase has been completed. The second phase is about midway through. So mm-hmm. we're thinking, okay, we and there are enough screaming children around here that we know <laughs> that they exist. Yeah. So we bought a shitload of candy, and we had a smattering of children come by. Uh, so we were stuck sucks. with... We we finally funneled it down to like one mixing bowl's worth of of Halloween candy oh, nice. left over, uh-huh. but it's still gonna last us through like next Halloween or whatever. That's so, hilarious. So we're good there. But we had some people that uh, that came through. I think our last person was around like eight fifteen or so, mm-hmm. and it was like he had a, a full like Spider Man costume on, mm-hmm. but he looked like adult size. But uh-huh. I don't know if he was an actual adult or just like a giant <laughs> child or whatever it was. Whatever the case, my wife was like, we just want to get rid of this fucking candy. And she like started reaching oh, and like yeah, dumping yeah. handfuls in there. And she was like, you know what? Forget it. And she just like grabbed his sack and like dumped it in there. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, he, it, it, it pays to come late to the Hibbert household Apparently. on Halloween. So, yeah. Man. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, you guys were that house to at least one adult. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe child, maybe a uh, really big child. Because um, <laughs> people always talk about, like, um, like on Reddit especially, people will be like, I always wanted to be that house that gave out, like, the full-size candy bars. And so they mm-hmm. do that or whatever. Um, I always remember growing up, there was a, a guy. Maybe this sounds so weird now. I don't think I would do this. But um, it was awesome in the 90s. Um, there was a guy in our neighborhood that had a huge, like, bowl of change. So he would, like, save all of his change for the year. And you could yeah. just grab whatever you wanted. So oh it was, it was a lot of, you know, it was change. It was like a lot of pennies and nickels and stuff, but you sure. get like quarters and I, I would get so excited to get home and count it. And I'd have like a dollar 37 and I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> I could buy whatever I wanted. You know, it was like so much better yeah. than candy, but I was like, I've, I've always thought about that kind of stuff. And, uh, Brandy was that to someone, uh, the, mm-hmm. the dumping the candy out in your sack is like the, the it is. jackpot, you know, of what it you can really get. It really is, yeah. yeah and so. it was good candy, too. Like, yeah. we, we thought about it. We didn't, like, <laughs> fill it with, like, Smarties and, like, a uh-huh. bunch of, like, weird hard, hard candy, like, uh, yeah. like dots and stuff. Like, I like Smarties and dots, but I don't. come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> we, we know what we're Smarties there for. Smarties are okay, yeah. We're there for the for the Snickers. Yeah. We're there for the, the Kit Kats, the mm-hmm. Twix, the Reese's. Yeah. Uh, evidently not Mr. Good Bar, since my wife doesn't believe that is actual <laughs> Halloween candy. Um Check out a previous Halloween episode with the LTS wives on it. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, yeah, we had a a good time regardless. I was so excited yeah. to pass out candy. Disappointed by the turnout, but hey, you know mm-hmm. what? We've got another uh, phase and a half to go. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> maybe next year will be better. Did you guys have a pretty good turnout on on uh, at your new house? Yeah, yeah, we had a ton because our neighborhood's like established, and it's uh, we have like a little subsection, you know, because you guys have been here obviously, but uh, for mm-hmm. for the podcasters listening in now. Uh, we have a little subset neighborhood, but it, like I think a lot of people came from all, kind of all over um, of the other like sections of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, w- and with the rain and stuff like I was talking about, I didn't expect much. Um, even in the beginning when the first person showed up, I was like, "Hey, like take a bunch." Well, she was a little, really little. Uh, I was like, "Take a bunch." I don't know how many I'll get, and the, her mom was like, uh, "There's a bunch of people down the street coming." I was like, "Oh, cool." And then it would rain so hard. I was like, well, that's going to be it. People are going to go home. And then it would stop. And then people would ring our doorbell again. So I was shocked. We bought three, like, huge bags of candy. And I had been, like, eating on it and stuff, too, because I'd had it for, like, a week or two. Um, So it was, like, a little bit lower. But basically, like, three bags of candy that we went through on a, like, not just rainy, but, like, stormy, like, thundering night. 
So I'm like, next year, what do we got to get? Like six, seven bags of candy? Like, what's going to happen? You know, it's kind of like going to be so much. So right. uh, I was so stoked, though. I love Halloween, like I was saying. And um, seeing the kids in their costumes and stuff is like always fun. Um, and we haven't had a, an opportunity because we've had apartments and stuff for so long. But I would mm-hmm. hope for you guys, you know, maybe um, with it being new, like people might not have thought a lot of people were going to be there. Uh, yeah. And so maybe they went to other neighborhoods. Like we used to do that. We used to like drive to friends or family neighborhoods and stuff that were like better. Um, yeah. for actually like walking around, like, you know, like, um, yeah. the house I, I basically grew up in since like third grade, um, was like an old neighborhood with like acre lots. And it had like, there's like barely any kids there. I was like one of like two kids in the whole neighborhood. So we would mm-hmm. go to like more like suburban neighborhoods and that we knew people at and walk around there. So maybe like next year when it's like more filled out, you guys will get a lot more. That'd be, that'd be really fun. So yeah. Hopefully we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Did you dress up to pass out candy? No, you I was dressed as yourself. <laughs> It was so funny. Uh, I I I have an orange shirt, so I put an orange shirt on. That's pretty much all I did. And then uh, Amanda, though, like I said, she was like racing home. She got home and um, immediately ran in. She has like an old costume that we had gotten for her that we we'd saved of a uh, like a flapper girl. Like it's like a a sequiny oh, looking yeah. dress and stuff. And she looks really good in it. And uh, shout out to my wife. Um, but uh, she ran in and like threw that thing on and like the doorbell rang and she grabbed a. Uh, the bowl of candy and she was all about it. So she dressed up. Um, I had an old costume that uh, basically like Indiana Jones. Like I have this, um, that's this like kind of hat looks like his and um, like a satchel and all this stuff, whatever that I kind of saved over time. And, uh, but I was like, I don't really want to put all that on right now. It was, it's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, yeah, I just kind of chilled. Did you guys dress up though? No, I did last year. I had my uh-huh. weird uh, shitty wolf costume. Uh, werewolf costume that uh, I was talking about on the last podcast, but uh, no, this year I I didn't. I was just yeah. uh, you know didn't feel like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did Brandy or at all? Did she put anything on? No, no. By yeah. the time we both got home, we both kind of got home later that evening anyway. Uh-huh. So we were just like, oh eh, yeah, regular clothes. It is. Yeah, sure. You know, just want to be comfortable. Well, uh, I follow uh, the comedian Michael Ian Black on Twitter. And he tweeted the other day, I think I think probably on Halloween morning, uh, he was like, a message to all adults out there who are dressing up. You don't have to. And uh, <laughs> so that kind of fits. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I like the holiday. I don't always need to dress up. It's fun. Sometimes I wish yeah. um, I would, I think I would get more into it if um, if I had like a really good costume, but I've never really wanted to spend the money to do something yeah. that extravagant for one day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but there's cool stuff out there. I'm just like, yeah, I don't really want to get that involved you know so mm-hmm. we'll see yeah. i don't know i know something. if i had something like super extravagant super yeah that was like super expensive or whatever uh-huh. then hell yeah i'd be wearing that like monthly yeah just passing out candy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can go back next next uh 31st or 30th whatever the month allows 28th in february <laughs> come just come in the last day of the month you guys come get candy <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, that could be, that'd be fun. If you had something nice, uh, and I probably, if I bought something nice, I'd probably wear it like every year for mm-hmm. sure, you know, because oh, yeah. I spent the money on it and everything, but. Hell yeah, I'd be buried yeah. in it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm taking that shit with me. <laughs> I just imagine like your open casket and you're like full dressed up. <laughs> it's not like even... a nice suit. <laughs> it's just one of those, uh, inflatable T-Rex costumes. <laughs> Sticking out like they're trying to close it, and they have to like push it in and stuff. It's like the top of the, oh, the coffin. They try to close it, but the like it acts as like an airbag. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like blowing up. Foom, foom. So they have to like deflate it. 
but like your hands hanging out and it just like slowly deflates and it's like a, a <laughs> metaphor for your death. And people it's are like, like uh, the witch's uh, <laughs> wicked witch's feet or wait, the good witch's feet. Uh huh. Who, whoever's feet in whoever's Wizard feet. of Oz. Yeah. Like, yeah, like curls, curls back in or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is actually could be like a millennial thing as we get older and start dying that mm-hmm. we'll start like using pop culture in our funerals maybe a little bit more. Uh, kind of like how it's weird to think of like old people listening to rap, but like when we're older, we'll listen to rap and that'll be yeah. like how it's normal uh, mm-hmm. or metal or whatever. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll, we'll start a trend, Brent. Maybe you'll start it where everybody wears like costumes to their, to their death. Maybe they're like, I always loved Hello Kitty, as we talked about. People would yeah. definitely do that. Batman, Superman, all that. I mean, I remember there was an episode of Married with Children from back in the day. That's right, kids. We're going way back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, where Al Bundy was like picking out his his funeral casket or whatever. Uh-huh. And they had these different like designed caskets and they had this one that was a Ninja Turtle casket, which oh. was just the, the regular <laughs> casket, but it had this like turtle shell over the top of it uh-huh. and it had pizzas all over it. Oh my I God. I was like, hell yeah, what that shit. And you know See, that's what? what I'm talking about. That's my, awesome. My feelings have never changed. There I you still go. want it. Let's make it mm. happen. Making it great. Man, no, that, this sounds really exciting. Okay, so this is like, um, this is, this has been seen on screen, I just realized, too. Ready Player One, his yeah. uh, Halliday's death, you know, is like with all the Star Trek stuff. And he's, he's eating like a, a coffin that looks like Spock's from uh, one of those movies. And uh, yeah, so it's like he's already doing it. And, and so that's, it's kind of there. I like, uh, I like that you're expanding it to the actual coffin itself. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that was already seen. Uh, but that's beautiful. I think uh, I can even imagine more of a turtle shell looking thing than it just being over a coffin. Um, yeah. Or uh, uh, Power Rangers. You, Dude, know? you can do it all up. You can do you know? whatever you want. Yeah, put all that shit on there. Mm, I'm dead. Man. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I also like to think instead of just coffins, because I want to be cremated. So uh, mm. I would like to think of my urn. You know, you could have like the Triforce from uh, Legend of Zelda. You could uh, mm. you could do anything from like Ninja Turtles or you could just do like the, the, like the pizza van. Just put my ashes in, a, in an old school pizza van from the 80s. How about this? How mm-hmm. about this? Okay. So um, what if we superimpose your face over okay. the characters at the end of Infinity War and <laughs> <laughs> just watch you turn into dust? Spoilers. And then they bring it out. <laughs> the, your, it's your, beautiful. Your, your urn is, a, is the uh, Thanos gauntlet. Yes. And as the... the, the uh, fingers are pried open you can see like the dust sitting right there oh man i like that that's like creepy but mm-hmm. um and it, it's emotional yeah yeah <laughs> if someone showed that at a funeral i would lose it i would <laughs> lose it but the bad thing is like the people who did it didn't didn't listen to the instructions properly and mm. even though we wanted you to be spider-man they put you on a black panther and then it, it starts oh, some like oh. weird like racial tensions and stuff. It's like oh, it was it was a mis- misunderstanding. We didn't mean it. We didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's our bad. He should have. The guy should have known. Oh uh, man, very very distinct characters. Anyway, man, now I'm really sad again. Yeah. Um, to to lighten what? that up, uh, mm-hmm. I have been um, watching for fun Iron Man two in the last two days, uh, which you know I basically stopped watching all MCU MCU movies after uh, our epic thing earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's been fun again at Iron Man 2, so. Yeah, it's a good I still movie. Like I was talking to somebody at, at work about it. They were kind of shitting on it. I said, no, hold on. It's 
it's may not be a great movie, but it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And you cannot tell me that Sam Sam Rockwell's performance in that movie oh my God. is not stellar. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So but he comes yeah. out dancing, trying to be like Tony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and people are just are not. Yeah, nearly as Not, impressed. Yeah, they're just kind of like <laughs> slowly clapping, a smattering of, yeah, of he's, uh, applause. He's great. No, and I, I would argue too that it actually has a lot of important plot elements and character moments for Tony mm-hmm. uh, on his and a lot of people's journeys actually, but Tony's in particular um, that uh, it's integral to the MCU as a whole. So, yeah. just throwing that out there. But uh, <laughs> um, well, wait a second. So you were talking about being tired of. Uh, Halloween movies or like horror mm-hmm. movies or whatever here recently. Yeah. I feel the same way about MCU movies right now. And I uh-huh. love the MCU, but man, I think just like front loading the beginning of the year with so many consecutive MCU oh, movies, sure. man, uh, I am, I am burnt out it took a uh, at this point. Um, <laughs> so I've only seen black Panther the one time I own the movie. Um, mm-hmm. same thing with infinity war, same thing with ant-man and the wasp. Yep. Uh, even, uh, Deadpool two I bought and uh, oh, yeah. I know it has a, a super duper cut on there, uh-huh. which I wanted to see, <clears throat> have not watched it. I'm just like, <laughs> I know Deadpool's not part of the MCU, but you know, it's yeah, kind yeah. of in that, uh, that same realm of like superhero movies. Yeah. You just got a super specific movie quality, you know? Yeah. Um, so man, yeah, it's just, uh-huh. I know if I like, just made a point and like started the movie, I'd be able to get through it and enjoy it. But it's just like <laughs> some fatigue has set yeah. in, you know? I, I, I have a feeling that before the next Avengers movie rolls around, I'll go back and rewatch mm-hmm. those at the very least. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Some more of them. Need a break. Yeah, no, and it's good. I mean, it'd be a good break before uh, Captain Marvel comes out. So that'd mm-hmm. be fun. Um, yeah. I think it'd be a good one to kind of reset up. But um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why I chose it. I, I've been watching random stuff uh, again, but that I just kind of own. But Iron Man Two sounded good, so I put it on, and and it's been like really good. Mm-hmm. I I was also thinking about it though. Whenever I was going to bring it up on here, that uh, Black Panther is one that I really liked so much, and we we talked about it so much, and I've only seen it, I guess, the one time. I feel like I've seen it twice, but I don't know when. But it's on Netflix now, I think. And yeah. I still haven't watched it because I'm I'm like burnt out on all of them. So I'm like yeah. I know it's amazing. I just haven't picked it up again. So right. eventually, yeah. but uh, there's a bunch of stuff. I mean, I still haven't seen Ant Man and the Wasp, so that's mm-hmm. a new one. But again, I'm I'm kind of with you on there too. Like uh, Iron Man two just snuck its way in there, and it's just so fun. Like you said, so it's yeah. easy to watch and mm-hmm. stuff and put on. So I've been digging it, but uh, but yeah, on the other ones, I'm still kind of burnt out. So right. <laughs> I'm not and necessarily love- going to the rest of them. I loved Infinity War, and I was so oh, pumped yeah. for it to come out. But then, by the time I got it, I was just like, "I know, I I will get to you eventually." You know, don't worry, I'll revisit you many times in the future, but not right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's too many of you guys. Oh They're like God, the Duggars. Right. There's so many fucking movies. <laughs> exactly. I can't you said what we were all thinking. A night or twenty going on twenty one or something. Yeah, I don't like even that know where they're at. Point. It's crazy. The MCU, anyway. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so do you want to get into some of the stuff we've watched and listened to and whatevers? Yes. Cool. That was a mm-hmm. solid setup on me, so. Um, yes! <laughs> um, the, the face I went with that was quite amazing. <laughs> um, uh, so one of the things I wanted to mention that I, I had watched actually earlier in October, uh, so much so that I don't remember all of the things that happened in this movie yet. There'll be a running theme with a few of these in the beginning, but... Uh, Midnight Meat Train is a movie I'd heard about for a long time and just never Pornhub actually watched. Exclusive. 
<laughs> that one really works. Um, uh, on so many levels, damn. Um, but it, it's weird. It's like this movie from um, 2008 that I had always just seen, kind of seen come up on Netflix or wherever it might be. It was on, um, I think, like HBO now or something. Um, and, uh, yeah, I watched it on HBO. But, uh, anyway, it has um, Leslie Bibb, uh, who I always love, uh, Bradley Cooper, um, and then Vinnie Jones is the like the killer in it, but um, basically but he still plays the juggernaut in it. He's in everything. I just assume he's the juggernaut, um, <laughs> uh, which makes a lot of other movies a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bradley Cooper plays a photographer, like an art person, but he does sort of um, I think like newspaper stuff, magazine kind of things. But uh, he's trying to like make it in the art world, and he meets with a woman uh, who owns a gallery, and she's like, "You need to like really get to the heart of New York City, like." don't look away, don't take that picture, um, go a step further and stuff. So he starts trying to like push the envelope a little bit and he starts to see this guy on the train who's Vinnie Jones, who um, he thinks is a serial killer on the train with like a, a meat hammer, like this huge mallet that he like crushes people's skulls with. And they show him do it in the beginning. Uh, it's not like a spoiler or whatever. It's like in the very beginning, he's like murdering people. But uh, uh-huh. but it was cool. I, I had tried to put it on like a few years ago and then I watched it in full this time and it was, it was a lot better. Um, it's has some really shoddy special effects, some like CGI that's really bad from 2008, uh, with some of the murders and stuff. That's just like, they really wanted to go to extreme, but I, it didn't really follow that well. But, um, the story overall was pretty cool. I wouldn't really necessarily watch it again, but I was glad that I watched it. Um, and if you're like, if you're a fan of like gore and stuff, it was cool. And then to see Bradley Cooper, who's a superstar now and was kind of on the cusp of that, then it's kind of funny to see him in a smaller movie, you know, uh, a horror movie of, of all things. So. Yeah, um, yeah. I've never heard of this movie. Oh yeah, at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really. I think only because it comes on streaming stuff sometimes. I had seen it on there, and that's really it. So, well, it came out in two thousand eight, yeah. which was a, a big year for me. Mm-hmm. I, that's when the MCU started. Oh yeah, that's when you and I became friends, uh-huh. and that's really all I had time for. That, that was there it. you go. Yeah, no time for midnight meat trains, even on Pornhub. <laughs> that was actually the first movie that you and I saw <laughs> together. Was Iron Man? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. And we set that off, yeah. Yeah, and that that just ruined me for the rest of the year. Yeah, that makes so, sense. I don't, yeah. I don't remember much uh, else of 2008. Um, although that's right around the time that I heard about the Airborne Toxic event, my favorite band. So uh, I had a third oh, thing yeah. around that time. It, it might have been 2007 though. So maybe that's why I remember that one too. But uh, I get you. This one, uh, it's a low radar movie. It's not that big. Uh, it's based on a Clive Barker like story or whatever from the 80s, but. Um, I hadn't heard much about it either, but if, if you find it out there, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Um, if you like horror stuff, so. Is Pinhead in it? Nope. Oh. Nope. 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 But he's in it though. He's like, yeah, a he's in it. Listen, the guy has a hammer. <laughs> Pinhead has nails all over his head. It makes sense. He's totally in it. You know exactly. it. Exactly. No, no, it's no. He's all not. connected. No. <laughs> no, but he is. He is. He's, he shows up later on, but I don't want to spoil it, so. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> hey, let me just say, stay tuned before the credits. Wink. <laughs> stay tuned one hour and 18 minutes before the credits. <laughs> you will totally not be thrilled with, with what you find there. Uh, so do you want to like, go back and forth? What are you thinking yeah, about? This, yeah, I figured we can uh, go back and forth on, sure, on this here. So Brandy and I finally watched Game Night. After you had recommended it so many times. And uh, I'll be honest with you, on uh, Game Night, Mm -hmm. I had to have been confusing this with a different movie, The House, from 2017, the Amy Poehler, Will Ferrell. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, Jason Manzoukas movie. Uh 
Um, I don't know why I confuse them. With I, each that other, makes sense. But game night. Yeah, I can see yeah, that. just kind yeah. of like general uh-huh. um, gaminess, I guess. Yeah, I thought the but, house was um, a bad title for that because it doesn't really sound much until you know it's about yeah. gambling and it's like, okay, I get it. But yeah, yeah I didn't yeah, like that. That really... was a weird, weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Brandy and I watched game night and we thought uh-huh. it was great. We had a cool. blast watching it. Awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, we actually uh, had some friends over last night who hadn't come to see our new house in Houston yet. And uh, we ended up watching Game Night with him because uh, <laughs> yeah. we, was, we were trying to find something. Uh, Amanda's sick right now. She was just like, I want you guys to stay, but I got to just lay on the couch and watch something. I can't really do much. Mm-hmm. And then we stumbled upon that, and I was like, it's really good. I would totally watch it again. And they, like, they were laughing a whole lot during it too. So, yeah, I just mm-hmm. liked that movie a lot. The, the first time I watched it, I thought it was, it was good. Um, it was better than I expected, but I didn't love it. But uh, it grew on me, and I watch it a lot now. It's just super funny. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah there were a lot of really good characters. And mm-hmm. then... Uh, uh, <laughs> the the twist i don't want to ruin it if uh, if people haven't seen it but there's a, a twist to um one of the married spouses has slept with a quote-unquote oh yeah celebrity and uh-huh. uh once you get the reveal of that man oh that yeah is so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lot of funny stuff and i like all the characters a lot how they bounce yeah. back and forth yeah um especially the the two leads um uh jason bateman um and uh rachel McAdams. McAdams. yeah mm-hmm. they're I, I didn't. Ex- I don't know why. I, I like them both. They're both very charming actors on their own right, but or mm-hmm. in their own right. But uh, their chemistry together, I just didn't like expect, and it exploded off the screen to me. I just thought they were like such like a real married couple um, who like are both like really competitive and seems like really realistic mm-hmm. and funny to me. So I like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I thought it was a little bit odd when the movie first started. And because I, I don't remember seeing advertisements for this movie at all. Oh, yeah. Like I remember hearing about it, but mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing a trailer for it or anything like that. Yeah. So when I saw that they were married, I was like, oh, wow, well, I, I feel like he's uh, a, a little too old for her. Oh, okay. but yeah. Once you get the, the chemistry of them, mm-hmm. then it, it makes sense. You kind of forget all about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't really even notice it in the movie itself, but um, I remember like some trailers for it. I didn't think it looked that great. That's why I kind of try to pump it up all the time because I'm like, mm-hmm. check this movie out. It's actually like really good. Um, you actively boycotted it. If mm-hmm. I, I did it at first, obviously I do it with mm-hmm. most, I start out that level, mm-hmm. uh, with anything that I, I just immediately have no reaction to. Uh, mm-hmm. I just say it's from the devil. Um, mm-hmm. get out of here. So, um, it's my, my jam. Um, Not no, but, my uh, Texas, <laughs> but I, uh, um, I, yeah, I liked it a lot and, uh, I've been trying to get more people to watch it. So I'm glad you guys did. And I'm glad you guys liked it. That's awesome. Hell yeah, we had a great time watching it. We want to watch it again. It was so good. Awesome, yeah. It's super yeah. fun. It's just like, um, I mean, I anybody that's played a game night too, like this is kind of like the absurd uh, version of that or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. where all this stuff goes crazy. But I love the idea that like they're going to do a murder mystery party and somebody's going to get kidnapped and then they actually get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And like what happens with that? It's like a, a really fun premise to me. I think that's like a really good one. So, um, And they go like really crazy places. Um, you don't expect, but then it's, it all is just like so absurd. It's hilarious. So, Oh my God, Jesse Plemons is so good in this movie too. <laughs> like it took me a while. It's like, man, he looks so familiar mm-hmm. because I don't know if he's, he just looks different from when he was on Breaking Bad. Yeah. Older. And, just, yeah. 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 And his character is just totally different, but he's yeah. like very, uh, stoic, but he has uh-huh. great comedic timing for the movie that he's in, yeah. you know, and it's just. Man, it's really good. I, I they, just enjoyed uh, every second of it. Because there's they, so many like little like twists and things. Uh-huh. It's just, yeah. It, it, yeah. It keeps it, it fresh it like the whole pace. time. Yeah. 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 Good, really a great pace. Yeah. Um, it was funny though. Like I'd watched it so many times and we were showing it to our friends yesterday. I was like, 
wow, it seems like there could only be this much movie left. But then I'm like, there's like four more like major plot points that like change everything. <laughs> yeah. Like at any given point, like in the last mm-hmm. 30 minutes or whatever, there's like still stuff that's just like coming at you, coming at you. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say Jesse Plemons is so funny whenever uh, they go to his house and he invites him in and he just kind of like backs away into the darkness holding his dog. <laughs> and they're just like, should we follow? <laughs> He's really yeah. good at that, like, creepy, like, what, awkward, you know, what's happening. That's oh, good. So funny. Um, there's a really good bit where they want to crush somebody with a crate that is on top of a, oh, yeah. an escalator, <laughs> like, a you know, one of those uh, escalators airport. that's used to, to get luggage onto a, um, yeah. uh, an airplane. And uh, it's just super slow in real life. Yeah. You know, it, it, it takes forever. <laughs> yeah, it just clearly backs away from it. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of good jokes to this. Um, it's it's two directors, um, and I can't remember their names right now, but um, they had done the, uh, the National Lampoon's. Wachowski. The Wachowski. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had done it's John John Francis Daly is one of them. And the other, I don't know his his writing and directing partner, uh, but John Francis Daly was on Freaks and Geeks. He's uh, Sam Weir, the the main geek kid, uh, but he's become a director. Um, they did the Vacation reboot, the National Lampoon's Vacation reboot with Ed Helms and mm-hmm. Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah, they were uh, writers, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, which is good. So I haven't seen a ton of their stuff. I do like John Francis Daly, um, like, as an actor. And he's in this briefly. He's in the very beginning um, as, as the announcer at their game party at that bar or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. He's in it a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure about the other guy, the other director, but... Uh, Jonathan Goldstein. Okay, yeah, so they're, like, writing and directing partners, whatever. Um, but they have some things that seem like they're really good. And this one I thought was great. I like a lot of the way they shot it. They would do, mm-hmm. like, tilt shift photography like on a drone so it looked like their houses were like yes, little miniature yeah. things it was awesome and brilliant he was like oh yeah, yeah it looks like a game board yeah I'm like, oh yeah it does look it like does a look game like a game board maybe yeah. you should host the podcast <laughs> instead. it's, it's totally point. cool though yeah yeah um they do a lot of fun things like that so yeah i see that uh one of the producers of this movie was john davis which i can only imagine is a lead singer of corn not a common name, John Davis. Oh, interesting. People rarely have that name, so I'm That's just going name. to say here officially, yeah, it was a lead singer from Gorn. So, man, would it be weird if he like grew up and he doesn't look like that anymore? He's like totally clean shaven and like <laughs> clean cut and like <laughs> that'd be so interesting. He's like a a, a movie executive now or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my corn days are behind me. <laughs> Did you like corn? Or do you like corn? Uh, the band, uh, yeah, I like, uh, the first, like, three albums, uh, were really good. I Uh like those quite a bit. Some of the later albums, uh, are kind of give and take. Um, they still produce music. um, Interesting. Put out a lot, but, uh, Hmm. yeah, overall, as a, a band, uh, I enjoy their, their work, I suppose. Uh Okay. Um, I, at that time, it's funny, when they were coming out, I was into them, but I don't know that I would be anymore. Like, I still think I would be... Uh, nostalgic for some of those songs and I would like them like legit but mm-hmm. um, especially like like we were talking about earlier with like new new stuff of theirs I probably wouldn't listen to but um, it was really like I was a teenager I was trying to find myself and I, I like fit in with this group of kids that I knew and they all listened to Corn, and so I listened to Corn, and um, mm-hmm. I really don't know that I even liked it as much as they you know they did <laughs> but I liked it a whole lot at the time yeah uh, and I'm, I realize now like no they just really liked it and I was like trying to fit in but uh, I wonder kind of if I listened back to it how much I would actually like on my own that would be interesting I don't, yeah. I don't <laughs> think of you as somebody who has ever listened to corn but that, so I'm super I know shocked 
Uh, I did a, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, randomly. Uh, one of my friends uh, named Matt uh, in like junior high, we did a, a school project together and we used a corn song as our like background music. Was it the one where he just says, fuck shit, pussy cunt, all that stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we just turned it down. My, my teacher didn't notice. She, had, she was hard of hearing. Um, Got it. <laughs> um, no, I don't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, we used it for something, and it was. I remember even being like kind of embarrassed about using it for that school project, but he was really insistent on it. And then uh, uh, that happened. I used a corn corn song for that. So <laughs> let alone did I listen to them, but yeah, I've used yeah. them. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's weird. I, I wouldn't think of my as a, a corn person either. And I can't even remember other bands of that era. Like that's the only one I really really latched on onto. But like Limp Bizkit was around that time too, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ninety seven. Um, yeah. So Lip Biscuit, who is there anyone else that's like in that same kind of group? That like kind of like uh that rock rap uh new metal is new what metal. It's, uh, new metal. what it's called. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Fair enough. Slipknot gets lumped into that. Okay. Um, they had a little yeah, bit I of like really rapping on their, their first album, but mm-hmm. it was just really like a handful of songs, maybe not even yeah. like three or four out of a I don't know, fifteen or so tracks. But um they're they're really not new metal anymore haven't been for a mm-hmm. while but yeah, yeah uh yeah those are probably like the big okay. big three bands um there are other bands like disturbed and uh yeah uh papa roach <laughs> papa roach yeah <laughs> yeah that's funny like, it's funny i, <laughs> I forgot Ryan's about favorite these. band <laughs> <laughs> i forget about these uh like I, when i was thinking back on it, i was like i know there were other ones i listened to but i can't i can't think of any right now and mm. whenever I, I i like on spotify or itunes whatever if i go for um a uh, like a 90s playlist or whatever like alternative or whatever i don't really hear them as much on those types of things generally so maybe i'm listening to more like the i don't know like softer rock or whatever i don't know if there's like other things i need to look for but i'd be curious i I think that like when we were growing up there was so much more diversity in sound as to what was played on the on a quote-unquote rock or alternative Mm -hmm. radio station because now it's all kind of you've got maybe three different flavors of Mm -hmm. like modern music or whatever but back then you would hear you know um you'd hear corn then you'd hear the crystal method and then for Mm -hmm. some reason they would play eminem yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh he's white okay yeah throw him on there um they'd do the same thing for house of pain Um, yeah but yeah i mean it was all of these different flavors of quote-unquote rock music it was just (laughs) like randy or at all uh, these songs are popular we have to do something with them uh give them to the rock guys they'll 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 play those those songs yeah. Yeah, it's just every every little thing. Yeah. Is thrown in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's interesting to think back how it kind of. Yeah, I, I think I listened to more stuff that I might not have anyway because of like one hundred four point five, The Edge in, mm-hmm. in Tulsa. That was like our alternative station. That maybe they, like they threw in like Eminem and stuff. Stuff I wouldn't have listened to yeah. outside of that station or whatever. But then it's on there and I listen to it. So uh, interesting. Yep. That was an unplanned little musical uh, <laughs> interlude there. Uh, always get it, it all out. comes back to corn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember thinking when that movie, uh, the Daredevil movie from 2003 came uh-huh. out, I remember thinking that it was like a great opportunity for Corn's uh, song Blind to be oh, yeah. <laughs> in that movie. I don't know. Because that song, Daredevil's that's Blind, you don't get it. You've already got Evanescence <laughs> in there, right? You're into this like... Weird rock shit. Go ahead and put blind in there. It's gonna be great. So it wasn't in there. Is it wasn't in this? there. No. Mm. You know they do those like um, 
they'll do like a soundtrack to a movie, but then they'll be like music inspired by that. Ha- like has nothing really to do. Yeah. They're trying to sell it, mm-hmm. but you should do like maybe you know it's getting to the end of the year. Maybe a twenty nineteen. Just revisit the the original film Daredevil and do a, <laughs> just do your own soundtrack for it and just like release it to the world and see what happens. You know, it, it would be like way too literal for <laughs> for every song. <laughs> Well, that would be the anchor, obviously. Corn, corn's blind. I remember on that soundtrack there was a uh, uh, a song by Rob Zombie called Daredevil, and the chorus oh, yeah. was Daredevil, Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> so right to the point. Yeah, and uh, that song was actually in the movie. Oh, that's fantastic! The first time, so you know that sounds like something that would happen in a 2003 superhero. It's what movie, we like so. to call synergy. <laughs> Why don't they do it more now? You know, they're really missing out on these opportunities. If any do more, if any do more. <laughs> if you listen closely, every time that Thanos even steps, they say Thanos mm-hmm. all throughout that movie. So, oh, yeah. They just, how else they are you going to know it's him walking? You have to know. Um, mm-hmm. So listen, guys, this is how it is. Yeah. Well, uh, so another thing, unless you had any more to say about game night. I mean, I, I feel like we summed it up pretty well. Super. Jonathan Davis from Corn produced the movie. What else do you need? If you like Corn, you like Game Night. That's that's all you need Bates, to know. McAdams, Corn. <laughs> Not even Davis, just the full band Corn. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so it's good. Uh, we recommend it, and uh, for all lovers of games, Game Nights, mm-hmm. and Corn, it is on uh, HBO streaming right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the way, so. Um, so another HBO movie that I watched, uh, for, for Halloween that, um, I didn't necessarily even feel I needed to watch it around that. It just sounded good one day, but, uh, uh, I put it on and it was, it was good for it though. It was, uh, a cure for wellness. Um, so this one is, um, uh, I, I didn't know much about it. It's, it's by Gore Verbinski, which I didn't even know until the end of the movie. I forgot about that. Um, he did the ring remake. He did, um. Pirates of the Caribbean, like some of those movies and stuff. So overall, I like uh, Gore Verbinski, but um, not all of his stuff. So uh, this one has uh, Dane Tahan in it, um, who's like a, a really good young actor. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Isaacs, uh, who's really good. Um, and then uh, it's just Mia Goth. But I, honestly, I'd watched this so long ago, um, I've forgotten some of the parts of what even happens uh, with some of the plot, uh, which is kind of fun because I'll be able to revisit that. But um my main takeaway from this that I had even uh, written on the script on here is that I had watched uh, Guillermo del Toro's The Shape of Water, which won Best Picture last year, and everybody gushed over. Oh, yeah. And people love. And I was just like, meh. I just, like, oh, didn't. wow. I did not care for it that much. I watched this, which has, like, a 40-something percent in Rotten Tomatoes and, like, was pretty much just, like, nobody talks about it. And I loved it. And they, <laughs> they're very similar. And, like, they're, like, this old-school, like, weird, creepy vibe. And it's, like, an old... Like one's like a, this is like a hospital that they're at. Um, the other one is like a, a testing facility or whatever. But they have these like cool kind of old school vibes. And for some reason, I love this one and I just didn't care for Shape of Water. Is it because uh, A Cure for Wellness does have fish dick in it? That's the thing. Uh, number one, fish dick. Yeah. What uh, uh, is The Cure for Wellness? We all know now it is clearly <laughs> aquatic fish dick. It's a... Uh, it's the it's gonna sweep. It's starting in California, but it's gonna sweep mm-hmm. the nation. Everybody's yeah. getting it. Um, no, it's this one's about like uh, a CEO goes to this like really rich, fancy thing on like the top of a mountain. That's like a, a place that rich people go to get like a cure for wellness. 
they don't really talk about it. It's all kind of hush-hush. And there's like a hot shot who's Dane DeHaan, um, who, who works at that guy's company, and they need him to sign off on something. He's like on the board. He's like the CEO whatever. They want to do something like sell the company, and he needs to sign off on it. So they send Dane DeHaan to go get him. Uh, but then as he gets there, like more and more weird stuff starts happening. Um, and he's not sure like what this place really is. Like what is the cure for wellness? What is it like um, – what are they doing? They do like a lot of hydrotherapy and stuff. So they do a lot of stuff with water. Um, and there's something about the water up there that's supposed to be like has magical powers. Like they've used it's it for got centuries. Fish in it. It's got fish sticks. <laughs> and uh, it still sounds like fish sticks after mm. all these months. Um, mm, that's uh, what they're made of. <laughs> I think we said but, that before. But, <laughs> but it's like um, really like creepy and like atmospheric and stuff. And, uh, and I really dug it. Um, I thought this was great. So, and I think partly is because I went into it with such low expectations. So if you, uh, w- listen to this and have, uh, an itching to watch it, don't listen to me. This movie's, uh, awful. Go into it that way, then watch it. And then maybe you'll be surprised, but I thought it was great. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I've heard of this movie. I guess I don't, I never knew what it was about or who was in it uh-huh. or whatever. Why are why are they trying to cure wellness? If you're feeling well, then why, they, why bother? So that was that was one of the interesting things. I uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, I'd written some stuff down from this movie because uh, it was interesting premises of life. So what they were talking about is um, modern society essentially, like because it takes place in modern day. But when he goes to the facility, they have like the old like wooden wheelchairs and stuff. You know, like stuff like it looks like mm-hmm. very like old school like nurses and caps and stuff that kind of thing. Um, but they're in like the modern day. So they're talking about how basically it's like the rat race and all this bullshit that we do, like technology and, you know, we have all the stuff we can do, but what do we do? We just like drive in our cars to these jobs we hate to pay for houses we don't stay in to get back home and, you know, veg out in front of the TV or whatever. And, um, he it, gives you know, the, the speech from Fight Club. He gives the speech from Fight Club. Okay. Damn it, Brent, you keep ruining all the surprises. Brad Pitt is in this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. But he's playing Pinhead. He, well, it's, it's, I, I didn't want to get this into the weeds. He's playing – Brad Pitt is, has prosthetics as Ed Norton. Oh, my God. So many As levels. Pinhead. Holy shit. It works. It works. You wouldn't think it would work, but it totally does. He nails the voice. He nails, he nails the voice. I see he what na- you did there. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Bring it um, all home. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like kind of the idea of like, uh, you know, it's all this bullshit and like, let's try to like reintroduce something better into your life, like a, a different mindset, but also like this, these healing qualities of the water or whatever. But essentially all the people that got there um, we're kind of their CEOs and like at the top of their game. And so it's like, how did they get there? They're probably ruthless people. They were, uh, power hungry people and stuff. And then they go here and get to like chill out. And so it's like, there's, they kind of deal with that kind of stuff too. Um, like, is that like morally right sort of thing? Um, yeah. uh, but yeah, it's interesting. And it was, it was, it's like very like, um, atmospheric as I had mentioned it earlier, but it's very designed. It's very like intentional, like how it all looks, you know, it's, it's cool. It's, um, it's made to be its own little like weird world. And I, I dug that. So, hmm. yeah. So I would check it out. Um, I thought it was neat. I want to actually watch it again next year. That's one that I would, I would love to kind of get, like, as I said, <laughs> what? I want to watch it again. Ellipses next year. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Maybe for, for Halloween. Like a, for Halloween. Okay, I got you. Well, okay. yeah, but then I was going to say, like, I was mentioned earlier, though, really, like, it's not, 
Halloweenish. It's not really horror. I don't think mm. it, it. It has. Uh, it's more like suspense or like you like know otherworldly weird. Thing. Yeah, like a thriller and stuff. Um, but I, I dug in for Michael <laughs> Brent. You've got to stop spoiling things because <laughs> you mentioned it. I can't not. Yeah. <sighs> this takes place during his first moonwalk. It's a weird. <laughs> it's a weird movie. Which a lot of people uh, don't realize, Michael Jackson actually was the first man on the moon, uh-huh. and that's where he invented the moonwalk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in, um, man, I just forgot what it's called, The First Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which I also watched recently. I didn't put it on here, but uh, it, was, it was good. Um, in space, no one can hear you. <laughs> right? That's the popular phrase. Right? Yeah. Right? That, uh, it's funny because whenever they... Uh, Whenever they heard Neil Armstrong on the moon, he says, like, it's one small step for man. And then it's kind of garbled from there on, like the Mm -hmm. one small step. It'd be like, you could, somewhere in there, you could put it like a hee-hee. Be like, what? What was that? (laughs) We've encountered an alien. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming back with us. He keeps asking for his blanket, I guess. It's weird. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) uh, But yeah, uh, Cure for Wellness. Check it out. It's cool. (laughs) Next year. Check it out next year. Wait. Just wait. <laughs> I do have HBO's metadata here. And if uh, I see that go up even one view, oh my I'll fucking lose my mind. <laughs> Plus, it be awful because by the time next year, it won't be on HBO anymore. So That's I won't true. even go to watch it. So I'm going to stop everybody from watching it while it's on there, essentially. <laughs> and then it'll go off and then it won't matter. So, But you're going to go door to door, canvas. Uh-huh. Like, hey, do you have HBO? Oh, you have stars? Never mind then, Never as mind. you were. Next house. I'll leave you alone. We don't agree. We don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you still put a sign up in the yard. <laughs> Someone took down our Beto sign. Did they really? Beto for Senate. Yeah, we have two mm-hmm. in our yard, and uh, our friends left last night, and they were. we had talked about how our first week when we got them, someone had like um, kicked them off like out of the yard or whatever like they were like bent um like either oh, someone yeah. kicked him or like picked him up and like bent him mm-hmm. uh but we were like yeah nothing's happened since and then they left last night and they texted us and they were like we put your sign back up and someone had put it on the ground <laughs> we're like oh oh okay cool election's <laughs> coming up in a few days that's great so yeah well, at least people are being peaceful about it you know <laughs> absolutely sure um i mean they left it in my yard they didn't take it that's nice i guess yeah it's the positive I mean, things of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> you just like simply put it back in your yard. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's pretty much what I did. Yeah. So yeah. fair enough. I was like, I'm kind of mad about it, but I mean, all right. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> Go vote. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hey, you know what? Oh. As this podcast is airing today is, uh, Oh, was it voting day? Oh, so people called? are listening to this in line. Nice. Oh, hey. election day. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Election yeah. day, <laughs> voting day. That works. All right, whatever. <laughs> you go have to vote day. on election day, whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it. Yeah, get out there and vote. If you're already standing in line listening to this, mm-hmm. hi Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's apt. Except uh, she she might have already voted. Early voting uh, oh, surged okay. everywhere, which is great. So, well, you know what? Maybe she's going to vote again. Oh, I hear a lot of people wait. are doing that. No, don't. I hear. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> First off, they're not, and don't 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 promote it. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 but only for Democrat. Yeah. Then vote twice. No, 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 no. It's not good either. Look, we gotta stop these people. This caravan. 
Uh, no, but for real, make sure you vote. Vote, damn it. Mm. That's I all. Guess I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 What What else can you say? Just vote. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah. Well, what do you got next, Brent? So I watched season four of Better Call Saul, and I wanted to mention that. Have you seen any of Better Call Saul? I haven't. No, I watched uh, all of the Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad, but yeah. not Better Call Saul. Yeah. So. I don't necessarily want to speak about uh, season four specifically. Mm. It was great. It was just as good as the, the previous seasons, but I wanted mm-hmm. to mention the show itself. I feel like a lot of people uh, are sleeping on the show. Yeah. But it's fucking good. This guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. You should watch it. Good to know. Do uh, How many episodes? I think season? there are like <clears throat> 10 to 13 episode yeah. seasons. I think nice. maybe... It might just be 10. So mm-hmm. they move at a, a pretty good clip. Um, but, man, it's just as well done as Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, look, Breaking Bad is a is a high bar. Mm. It's probably my favorite, like, drama series of all mm. time. Um, but Better Call Saul is still worth watching for sure. Yeah. Maybe it's not as, as good, but mm. God damn it, it's still better than, like, 90 percent of what's out there so yeah just because it's such a high bar you can't like fault it yeah yeah um yeah i thought the when it came out i thought the premise was kind of weird like i didn't i was like after breaking bad why would i get excited just about Mm -hmm. this thing but um it's as far as i remember it's had great reviews the entirety Mm -hmm. of its run yeah um and i've always heard like great things and and people like you that said like breaking bad was like so great that's why they watched this one obviously and they're like this is like pretty much on par Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, just being like a singularly good story, um, as well at Breaking Bad, you know, mm-hmm. um, this one like is production and everything and like everything about it. It's like the same kind of level, you know? So, um, yeah, I've always thought about it, but uh, yeah, I never really knew too many people that watched it. So it's good. It's me. Yeah. You know me. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. You watch it. <laughs> I'm that guy. See, people at work had watched it and I don't always trust people at work. Um, yeah. Sometimes they tell you things they watched and liked, and then you're like, I really don't trust you. <laughs> like, really. Like, Paul Blart kind of level. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, we have different tastes. Like, the know? first one was great. Okay. We're, we're all <laughs> That's what that. I'm saying. <laughs> but the second one, that's when it fell off the rails. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. We get it. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm glad you like that show uh, and that yeah. you're recommending it. Uh, that does carry a lot more weight with me than the... Uh, randos at work uh ever mm-hmm. did so um yeah so that's cool i think you would get a lot out of it mm-hmm. watching the series back to back to back um, yeah on netflix just kind of going straight through they i they've got some weird licensing deal worked out with netflix where mm. a lot of the amc uh, amc shows have this where they put out the previous season like two weeks before the current season mm-hmm. is getting ready to air but that that seems like too short of a, yeah. of a gap for yeah. me. So I usually watch it live as it's coming out on uh, the AMC mm. app. But uh, but yeah, otherwise the first three seasons should be available yeah, on cool. Netflix, or they had been in the past. Who knows with all the shit going on with Netflix and canceling shows <laughs> and whatnot? Yeah, um, some of the stuff may not be on there. But uh, but yeah, better yeah, call cool. Saul. Awesome. Yeah, we'll check that out. Um, so uh, speaking of Netflix, Amanda and I tried the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Okay. And um, the first few episodes we watched uh, were pretty good, um, but we actually both independently thought this, and then finally as we started talking, we were both kind of like, we're really like bored with the show, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, you could say. Have you guys tried this one at all? Not yet. No, we okay. are 
uh, about eight episodes deep into making a murderer season two. Oh God. Uh, yeah. So Sabrina is next on our, on our list. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd be curious to see what you think. Um, like I said, I thought, th- I thought the first episode was really great. I think that the first few are pretty good, but, um, I don't know where this story is going. Um, and it got really boring. Um, it, to, to kind of spoil the premise of the show or whatever, which we, we know, I guess a lot of people will know like the Sabrina, the teenage witch show mm-hmm. with uh, Melissa Joan Hart from uh, the nineties, I guess. Was that nineties? Yep. Two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but this is like a darker take on that. It's, it's part of the, the uh, Riverdale world of CW, but this is on Netflix. So it's, it's darker. It's, it's gory. It's uh, gruesome. It's, it's a lot. They definitely like flexed their Netflix muscles on what they could allow uh, which is good. I think it's uh, it's good for that. Um, Riverdale shows a lot of stuff with like you know like teenagers are like in most shows they're they're doing really bad things, really adult things in general. Um, on here they can really like go there, um, especially with the violence and stuff a lot more. So it, it kind of cements it more as like a real story. So I did dig that. the The production value is cool. It looks gorgeous. The house is cool. Like all the stuff with the witches and stuff is all neat. But um, you know it's about Sabrina becoming sixteen and she's gonna get her witch powers and. Um, she's kind of living in two different worlds and, um, and how a lot of things going for it, but it ends up being like every episode is kind of a monster of the week episode or like a, mm-hmm. an issue of the week episode, basically like, um, that's really topical like Riverdale is. So like one episode, they'll be like, this girl was being bullied. Well, we should start like a, a woman's group at school. So they, that's like a big plot point of that episode, mm-hmm. but you can, you can just take that thing and put X there and then put whatever you can input, whatever you want. And every episode is essentially the same thing. There's always the same one episode they're going to solve. They're going to have a problem to solve it, but it's always like a new catchy issue or something like it just was really boring. So, um, I was surprised that Amanda felt the same way. when I mentioned that she was like, yeah, I'm really bored. And I was like, well, let's stop watching it together. Uh, I think we got through like four or five episodes maybe. Wow. And there's like 10. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So we're like pretty close, really like halfway um, or more. And I was like, well, you know, like what we'll kind of do is like, I'm not digging the show, but she kind of is. So I'll be like, you keep watching it. And if you like it um, still, or like you want to show me an episode or whatever, like tell me later on, like get me back into the loop and be like, it, it improved or whatever. And um, I asked her the other day after we stopped watching it together and she was like, I haven't even watched that alone. So that means, like, she really wasn't digging it either. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like, if you end up watching it and liking it or if you get to the end, like, maybe it, it kind of gets to a better story in the end. But mm-hmm. for the first two episodes, I was like, this, it's like adding so much plot that could have just been, like, an episode or two. And it's now, like, five episodes because you added, like, 40 minutes of other plots, you know, that don't matter, really. Yeah. Um, and so to me, it was kind of like it could move faster than it let, is. Let me ask you this. Have you seen Goathead Satan so far? I've seen Goathead. He's, and he's he's the neighbor. Cool. <laughs> he uh, he's not a neighbor, but he lives in the. Um, well, I want to. I don't want to ruin it. Oh, okay. He but the, he, like is, a, he is in, in the first half. It's pretty. Series. Yeah, he's yeah he's in there a little bit. They mm-hmm. see him around and stuff, uh, and that's a cool thing. They have some cool stuff with that, and he yeah. looks rad. He looks fucking creepy. It's pretty good. He's got like teeth. Oh. It's fucked up. That's it's weird to see like a goat head with like sharp teeth. Yeah. Type of thing. So yeah, it's, it's, but it, it works. It like, it, it mm-hmm. looks good. Um, like it's unnaturally natural. You know what I mean? Do, does he, does he speak? Um, he's, uh, Paul Rubens <laughs> is uh, provided the PB Herman. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was great. I just like pictured that goat head, that fucking creepy goat head doing <laughs> 
It would be Irvin. Uh, no, I don't think he speaks. I don't remember. Um, he's more like uh, kind of just around so far that we had seen, I think. Uh, kind of like mm. menacing. He shows up in other ways, maybe, but not as the goat head. I haven't seen the goat head speak. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Because it's like witches, demons, devil, you know, possession, that kind of stuff. Um, oh, one thing I will certainly say about it, it's so weird, though. Uh, that I'd be very interested in your interpretation of this. Uh, we'll say, for instance, my mother would hate the show. Um, they say praise Satan a lot. Um, they they basically like worship the devil, but um, they treat it in an interesting way. Uh, cool premise where essentially they're like they they call him like God, like Jesus God. They they call him like the false god, and they're like the false god made all these promises of like heaven on earth with Eden, and like he took it away, like. He gave. He put the apple there. He did all these things, and they kind of twist everything. And they have like their own kind of Bible, and they pray Satan and all the stuff. But they call him like a, a judge would be like, um, you're like unhonorable judges or whatever, or dishonorable judges. I think is what yeah. they call them. Um, so some of it's funny, but it's um, and they they use it a lot though to be kind of like the opposite of of any like you know Christian God show basically. Right. Like um, so it's kind of interesting, but. Um, but at the same time, it's weird because they'll they'll say like dishonorable judges, but they are they still like honor them. So I'm like, you're still being good people. You're just saying that for the show. So it doesn't always work. <laughs> yeah. um, like they don't like in the good place, which Amanda and I watch, and is like heaven and hell and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 bad place people will be like, no, I don't want to do that fart doink, and they'll like <laughs> they'll like they'll do all that stuff because they're they're jerks. That's the whole point. Yeah. They're they're in hell because they're jerks and they suck or whatever. And in this one, it's like they they're just saying those things, but they're actually still acting like it's a courtroom and they have to honor them and stuff. But they're saying dishonorable. That's like a good one to to kind of show the juxtaposition. But yeah, um, but yeah, it doesn't always like flow that well, I guess, with that too. So yeah, I I don't believe in God. I do think the devil is awesome though. <laughs> I don't I don't believe in him, but I I think he looks okay. rad as hell. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Goathead, that kind of hell thing, yeah. 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 Freaky, yeah. Um, but I mean, I think we all know there's only one true God, and his name is Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. Yeah. If in my head the devil looks like Darth Maul, uh, as I've mentioned, I believe on the on the show before, uh, I had a Darth Maul poster in my wall that my mom made me take down as a kid because it looked like the devil. Um, so that's just how I picture him now. And uh, maybe Darth Maul is uh, Carl's devil. Uh, you know, the juxtaposition of that. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if there is a, a devil in Carl's world. I can't imagine he would tolerate such a thing. I don't think he would. And Mm -hmm. it's not that we're making this religion up on the spot throughout this podcast. No, Uh, it's something we've researched. But I'm pretty sure we don't agree that there would be a hell. So I I think we we agree there would not be. Right. So there isn't. But it's not like we're making it up. Right. It's just through our research, we both have seen that. Mm -hmm. And you know when when it's your time to die, because he says, go home, whatever your name is, go home, go home, go home. And then you are ushered mm-hmm. to That's how it works. The Winslow house. <laughs> <laughs> is that heaven? Uh, is that heaven? The, the equivalent of. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You never see how many stories that thing goes up. Mm-mm. We're all there. I mean, you you see some occasional exterior shots, mm-hmm. but that was back in the nineties. They've they've yeah. done they built some on construction since. Yeah. <laughs> since then. Yeah. It's like that. It's almost like a, a Mary Poppins type of situation too. Like the house, you know, looks smaller, but it gets it's huge inside. Mm-hmm. So 
Like the TARDIS, right? Like the TARDIS. I don't, I don't know how Carl works, okay? I don't know how he works. He just does these things. That's how he is. He works in mysterious ways, Steve. That's right. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, I would be curious with the Chilean bridges of Sabrina, what you guys think if you end up watching it. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll have to see. Um, cause I, I'm, I'm very curious. I heard somebody online say that they thought it was, um, a lot funnier than they expected. Mm-hmm. That's some funny yeah. moments. Yeah. Was it uh, like hilarious? Or was no, it just- I wouldn't say it's hilarious. I mean, it has some, some good moments. I think, as I said, there's some good parts in it. Uh, the only one that I haven't mentioned yet is, is the actual um, girl who plays Sabrina. Um, I think is great. She is so charming in that role. Um, she's like cute as a button. I, I, I think she's perfect for it. She's really snarky and like kind of strong and everything. So um, I think she fits the role they're they're shaping for her as well on that as. Uh, but yeah, other parts. See that that was kind of my thought. Is I was thinking the the person who said that it was funnier than they thought. Maybe they thought it was. Just because of the the trailer for it, it looks so dark mm. that any yeah. extra humor would be like, "Oh, this is hilarious." Yeah, it's like two <laughs> Maybe, jokes yeah. per episode. Oh, this yeah. is a, it's a riot. When you expect nothing, yeah, it only like <laughs> dark and destruction or whatever. All right, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, here's here's one final thing I have to know about this. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Salem the cat. Oh, I was gonna mention. Uh huh. Is in this the show? Yes. Does Salem speak human English in the show? No. All right. That's he, all I needed to know. This is a good thing, though? That he or doesn't speak? Thing. Yeah. I want that cat to talk. I See, I'm, I'm confused because I thought you didn't like the animatronic. No, it looks like shit, but I'm still up for like, talking okay. animals. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, fair enough. Go I get ahead, you Satan, um, Salem, you know, <laughs> Especially now because, yeah, you were asking about that, yeah. Because yeah. they could do the voices better. They would look better uh, whether they're animatronic it. or digital. I'll do it. I will be Salem. <laughs> he, um... He doesn't speak as the cat that we have seen. Um, uh, there's like I don't, I don't know in in Sabrina's lore. I don't know mm. like from the show or from the comics or whatever like what he was supposed to be. But essentially, he's like this creature, like some kind of demon or something in the woods. Um, and they become like your familiar. They become like an animal for you. But they're they're other shaped. Like I don't know if they have like a real shape. They kind of like scare people in the woods or whatever. Um, so he talks as that creature. And then he becomes Salem, and I don't think we've seen him talk since then. She talks to him a lot, uh, but he doesn't talk back. So they utilize that same kind of construct to get, like, dialogue out or, her like, her thoughts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she'll do kind of whatever she wants, I guess, hmm. instead of him actually giving her advice. I know. All right. I, I, I have a feeling that I'm going to be sitting through this show <laughs> waiting for Salem to talk, kind of like I was waiting for, for Danny Rand to get the Iron Fist mask. Mm. And I'm just yep. gonna be be disappointed when I, where at the very last shot of this first season, is the cat opening its mouth to say something <laughs> and taking a breath and then just cuts to black. Oh man, what if he? What if they pull like a Planet of the Apes and he's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same. It's it's from Planet of the Apes. You just choose that voice. <laughs> it's Andy Circus. Hey, that'd be black. cool. I'd be fine with Andy Serkis playing cool. a cat. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think he would deign to do that anymore. Uh, it's a little mm-hmm. below his pay grade, it seems now, but uh, I would love it. Hey, you know, if he's... Hey, you want the experience, man. You never know when this ride's going to kick you off. That's right. He's like, money, just give me money. I'll be Salem <laughs> on that little show on Netflix, whatever. Look, if he wants his uh, his uh, mm. little uh, Mowgli movie to come out... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
do us this favor? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to be a fucking cat. <laughs> That's what you did when you signed up with Netflix, bitch. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> oh, you didn't see the, the putty cat claws? Mm. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, uh, jumping back to <laughs> Halloween real quick. Um, yeah. We all know Halloween is a date of tricking and, and treating and mm. or treating. And uh, I got myself a treat on Halloween. Oh. There was a new single from my favorite band Slipknot that came out. Mm-hmm. It's called All Out Life. And it came with a music video. The members of the band aren't in the video, but yeah. uh, regardless, it was uh, still uh, a, a music video. <laughs> I was trying to think of uh, how I wanted to, to catch it. So the, the, the music videos for Slipknot tend to be uh, fairly violent. Um, mm. if they're not just like the band performing or whatever, uh-huh. but, um, which really isn't like my thing. Like I think Slipknot is probably a good band for people who are into horror. Um, there's a lot of cross pollination there with, you know, uh, heavy music and then people wearing masks. So mm. oh, I mean, yeah, there those go. are two of the big things, <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, it seems like every uh, album that Slipknot puts out, they uh, they get new masks or whatever. So I am uh, okay. looking forward to that, just uh, just to see how they get updated or whatever. But um, I didn't realize that. That's cool. Yeah, um, there are a few of them that uh, keep the same general mask mm-hmm. shape or whatever. But uh, for the most part, they they update them. But yeah. uh, for this song, um, man, it was uh, it's uh, definitely a, a Slipknot song. Yeah. Um, I remember on one of our early episodes, we were talking about the disappointments. Uh, mm-hmm things that we were uh, disappointed by in pop culture, things that we had in, invested time into and then just were kind of let down. The sure. letdowns, I believe, is what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, the the third Slipknot album was uh, was that for me. It was just kind mm. of um, didn't live up to my expectations. Um, but ever since uh-huh. then, they've really put out some, some pretty good albums. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to this new album that's coming out allegedly sometime next year, but uh, mm. we don't know an exact date or whatever. This... Um, we had heard that they had been working on new music, but I had mm-hmm. no idea that vocals had been recorded for it and everything was mixed and mastered and ready to go. So mm-hmm. it was a nice surprise to see this show up online on Halloween. Yeah, and, nice. um, it's, uh, it's definitely a Slipknot song. Um, mm-hmm. it has this kind of driving like rhythm to it. Um, just screamed vocals the whole time, which I love. And, uh, like there's a bridge portion of it that has, um, some like melodic death metal in there. Mm. Um, there's nine guys in this band. They're going to bring in influences yeah, yeah. from all over the place. Um, <laughs> just imagine like one of the songs having like an interlude that's like very like seals and Croftish, you know, something like that. <laughs> a little bit of Captain into Neil thrown in there. Guys, we've done a bunch of albums. I want to bring in my real influences now. <laughs> <laughs> I know we wear these masks, but let's really, let's really like get deep into it. Come on. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> let's shed these skins. Um, but uh, so I, I, I like the song overall. Um, the, the drumming in it is not uh, as uh, detail oriented oh. as I would come to expect from them, but I don't necessarily know if it's the, the drummer's fault or not. I mean, there's, nine guys in this band, like I said. So mm. it seems like every four measures of music, something new is introduced into it. Mm. Um, in the first verse, it's about uh, eight bars long and about halfway through, I expected some new element to come in there. Maybe the drums change up. Maybe there's a different guitar riff or maybe the there's a mm. sample or DJ scratching in there. It's not really anything. It just kind of keeps going, which is fine. Now that I know what it is, it doesn't really bother yeah. me that much. 
but uh, just on the first few listens there. Um, the other thing is uh, evidently the song All Out Life is about... Um, I'm having a hard time connecting with the actual like lyrical content of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Taylor, the lead singer, said that it's about how people want to shit on the old stuff and only pay attention to the new stuff, which I guess is something that younger music listeners do. Hmm. I don't know. I have no knowledge of this yeah, at yeah. all. It's, it's <laughs> such a foreign concept to me because um, I, I listen to like newer stuff, but I integrate that in with like older stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like I've got a, a decent mixture and I don't really totally. hear a lot of people shitting on old stuff so much. Yeah. I know that like young people listen to newer music, but that's always been the case, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It doesn't seem like a, a new thing to be riled up about, but, uh, what's, well, it's, it's yeah. kind of ironic too, to release a new song about that. <laughs> yeah. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Release kinda... an old song. Yeah. <laughs> they talk about it. <laughs> How dare you like this song you're listening to right now <laughs> yeah. over our old stuff? Yeah. But um, I think it, like later in the song, they there's a refrain that says, we are not your kind, kind of in reference to, um, you know, we're not going to be put into this like cookie cutter mold of like newer mm-hmm. music and da, 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 da. But I mean, that's just like a kind of a, a staple of rock music anyway. It's, yeah. It doesn't seem like super original. Um, yeah. But you know what? I like the song overall. It's, it's fine. I remember... Um, hearing Corey Taylor talk about in reference to writing uh, lyrics for the new album that he wants to write something super violent. So that's what mm. I had been looking forward to. And this is mm. just like bitching about the music industry. I yeah. realized that, <laughs> that musicians don't necessarily like the music industry. Yeah. Unless they're making, you know, fat stacks off of it. But in this case, um, it's just like, all right. I mean, it seems like a you problem. Uh, yeah i mean yeah i can't really connect to that so yeah Yeah. i mean i bought the song on itunes i i did as much as i possibly could at this point (laughs) and you like it like regardless of the lyrics basically like you like the song anyway yeah yeah because like i I don't uh when i listen to music i'm more of a um i I listen to almost the music first and the the Mm. rhythm in it before i break down the like lyrical content and everything so yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's actually one of my favorite parts of metal is that you can't understand the lyrics because I don't have to deal with all that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's good because going back to our uh, our respective religious beliefs, um, I used to listen to a lot of Christian music growing up, but I don't obviously anymore. Um, and there's like uh, two different bands that I've found in the last year that I'm like, man, I really dig this music. And then they'll mention something and be like, and praise God. And I'm like, wait, what? Where did that come from? <laughs> and I've been listening to this song like five times already. I just, the first time I've heard it. And then I have mm-hmm. to like look back and I'm like, wait, are you guys like a Christian band? Is this song about Jesus? Yeah. That totally takes me out of it. And I have to like kind of, sometimes it, it ruins it, sometimes it doesn't. There's one mm-hmm. band um, called Run River North. Um, they're like a pop band, but, um, mm-hmm. I really like them. And then, uh, I, I put them in a folder on Spotify and I kept listening. And then I was like, wait a second. I think this is all about, like, I think all of these songs are about Jesus and I'm really just like, that's just not going to do it for me. I'm going to, I'm going to notice it every time I listen to it. So, but I really like their, uh, melody and all that other right, stuff and their, yeah. their singing and all that. So, um, so I, I'm still giving them a chance, but sometimes it's like, it's nice, uh, to be like, they could be like Slipknot this entire time could be ICP. They could be a Christian band hiding in plain sight. You'd never know, you know, like that was one of my favorite things ever. Like when I heard about that, cause I, I would, I never got into ICP and I, uh, I never got it. I still don't. Um, oh, I, 
that was a band. My guys, my friends, my corn friends, that they got me into ICP for a little bit. I remember you saying that you uh, got into ICP yep. for, for a while, but um, I think my brain just chose to eject that information from my head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it really doesn't gel with my, my vibe. Really so. doesn't. No. You know what? He has met you as an adult. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine he was an ICP as a teenager? No. Only I mean, like a few songs, though, yeah. You do constantly wear Juggalo makeup. But Obviously. Other but than that, I mean... That's, outside of them yeah i just like it yeah. <laughs> i like the response from society i get on it so. yeah you yeah. might uh, you know be doing your own kiss makeup you know yeah yeah so i just yeah i just round it out a little bit more and make it a little more juggalo-ish um mm. i just like i like juggalos i don't know what to tell you um there's something about they're you, wholesome society members uh <laughs> great citizens you uh, carve your pumpkins with a hatchet yeah, uh, obviously, yeah. Yeah. Um, I cart my, my pumpkin this year, that scary face, hatchet face. Yeah, there you go. From Crybaby. Oh, uh, made with a hatchet. That's why your pumpkin started rotting so soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to make a lot of cuts for all the wrinkles and <laughs> weirdness of that face. Scary face. <clears throat> oh, there yeah, we go. We're froze. Froze. Cool. All right, hey. Um, hey, we're back. <laughs> but yeah, so so that's my whole thing on, uh, yeah. on this new Slipknot song. I'm very much looking forward to their new album. Um, mm-hmm. I'm curious how uh, the new music will sound because I hear it's supposed to be uh, some of the heaviest stuff yet. So oh, fingers cool. crossed uh, for me. Uh, yeah. I know you cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> I absolutely right. When does the new album come out? I, we don't know. Uh, it's supposed to be oh, in okay. 2019 sometime, but mm. uh, I'm hoping sooner rather than, than later. But yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, no clue. No clue. It sucks, yeah, when you're at the end of one year and they're like, next year. And it's like, yeah, that could mean a month or that could mean 13 <laughs> months. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's a big stretch. Yeah. Big width. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, well, uh, another music thing that I, I've got going on. Uh, similar vein of music. Similar, totally similar. Uh, on Another on HBO that I watched was uh, a new comedy special for Flight of the Concords, live from London. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm not a huge, I, I like Flight of the Cotticorns a lot, but I'm not like a, a huge fan of their show. I've mostly just watched clips and songs of theirs over the years. Um, but I really, really like this special. Um, I think it's hilarious and I don't know, it seems like kind of comedy you would like, but I don't know if you've really gotten into them ever. Uh, no, I've never really like sat down to listen to them. Like my mm-hmm. only experience with those, I was going to say actors, but I think there might just be one is, uh, from, um, what we do in the shadows. Oh Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just one of them. Clements? Cl- Cl- yeah, Clement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't actually yeah, to say it, but... Uh, Clamato? Clem- yeah, James Clamato. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ginny Jenny, Jenny Clamato. Ginny Clamato. Got it. Ginny Clamato. <laughs> Jermaine Clement. Okay, there we go. Maybe. And then Brett McKenzie is the other guy in that group. But yeah, Jermaine uh, was in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, and he's mm-hmm. fantastic in that, yeah. I think he sings as a giant crustacean in Moana as well. Oh yeah, he's in Moana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, this one's really funny. They they start off with a song. That's the one that really caught me um, immediately. But uh, I like a lot of their songs. I don't like all of their songs. And so um, as I started watching this, I would watch like a few here and there, like over and over again. I would kind of flip through it. And then as I watched more of the songs, like some of them are just so absurd, um, and they become really funny. Um, and I like these guys. They're you know musician comedy is um varied they do like funk music sometimes they do like really heartfelt some sometimes the song that i love so much that they start off with is called father and son and it's kind of like a uh cat stevens like um cats or not cats yeah maybe it is uh harry harry whatever um fuck cats in the cradle is the name of the song mm-hmm. 
Um, Harry something. Let me look it up. Thanks. Brent, g- give me. Uh, Cats in the Cradle. But it's like a, a father-son thing, whatever. But they turn it and it becomes like a really funny comedy because it's about how a father and a son are trying to like connect on the weekends that they're with each other. But then the father will be like, you know, I'm just so sorry it's the two of us and your mom died. And then it gets back to the son's part and he's like, Dad, you know, mom didn't die. She just moved in with Trevor. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> they had really just gotten divorced and she found a new guy. And so it becomes like really funny. Um, and that's where their, you know, comedy goes and like shines, whatever. But some of their stuff is just so absurd. Um, but yeah, I really like a lot of their stuff. It's just like really good music, too. Mm-hmm. Harry Chapin. Harry Chapin. Man, I started Cats to say that. And I was like, that, I can, that's not going to be right. It, yeah. it was not coming to me. The okay. Harry, the, you said Harry. I was like, and the Hendersons? <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> um, yeah, and so uh, this is, it, the first song is kind of like that. It's called Father and Son. It's one I like the most. Um, and they did that. They're, you can find it on YouTube, like other clips um, from like Jimmy Fallon or Steve Colbert, one of those, one of those shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but this special is really good. It's only like an hour and something long. It's not too long. And, uh, but a lot of the songs are, are great and, uh, I would highly recommend them. Uh, otherwise you can just find clips on YouTube of some of their songs. Um, and I would recommend business time. Business for that time. One. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a good song. It's business <laughs> time. It's all about when you come at home and you get home from work and you're like, oh, I see you in the mirror, honey, brushing your teeth in your ratty T-shirt. It's business time. <laughs> and it's, a, it's basically about being like suburban sexiness, you know. Oh, sure. So, sure. Yeah. Um, don't they do skits as well? Or is that a different I think, thing? Yeah. I think their show kind of does both. Um, but then, it's kind of like Key and Peel. Like I've only seen like two full episodes of Key and Peel, but I've seen tons, tons of their of sketches. Like, yeah. You know, I've just, yeah, I've just never watched it in full. Um, that's just how I, you know, get a lot of media now. But um, this is the same kind of thing. I've never watched like a full episode, I don't think so. I, I had seen a, a bunch of uh, Key and Peel skits as well, but mm. you showed me my favorite <laughs> uh, actually, my two favorite key oh, yeah? skits uh, were from you. Uh, well, first one was the substitute teacher one. <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> he starts throwing a fit. Jaquelin. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, Gremlins two. Um, yes. Holy oh shit. God, that, the that was too masterfully done. Oh, it's they, so. They good. need to win an EGOT for that. Yeah. Just give oh, them all, yeah. all the awards. They like didn't sing in it. Don't matter. Give it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. That's one of my yeah like. It's some of the best comedy, like, sketch skit thing I've ever seen. It's so funny, um, especially because that movie is so absurd, and the whole sketch is just based around what's in the movie. That's it. And they just, like, make this crazy character walk around a room, and that's that's pretty much the, the, the sketch, and that's it. Uh, but it's masterful, yeah. But they're... Uh, Obviously, this this is like musician stuff, but their their comedy kind of reminds me of the same, just like, mm-hmm. like really kind of top of their game right now, kind of sketch comedy, and... Um, but yeah, this the special is really good, and I actually um, really like their voices and stuff. I like their their harmonies together. Um, it's not always like great. I don't think they're singers first, obviously, but they uh, they can carry a tune, and and their their music is actually really well written. I think, um, and they can play you know their instruments and stuff. Like they have like recorders in this and flutes, all kinds of stuff that that pulls out. So cellos. Oh, yeah. Um, I've never understood why they call them a recorder. It's like a little yeah, like, like baby sense. flute or some shit like that, right? It's called baby flute. <laughs> yeah, recorder is weird. It doesn't record anything. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking stupid name. Why is it called that? Plus, whenever you like, people record music, so it's mm-hmm. not like you. It's already a thing. You play a a distorted guitar into a baby flute. <laughs> That'd be weird. What, maybe at the 
because they couldn't record music like you know or orally uh before so uh maybe recorder the instrument became for like process recording yeah yeah maybe i don't know but i'm with you it's a stupid name Mm -hmm. i think i it's not that i don't it's not that it's not in songs that i like sometimes but i think it's kind of a stupid instrument (laughs) i do too hey you know what okay it's not controversial to say you know what (laughs) crazy eyes coming up (laughs) Uh, it's almost 2019, so uh-huh. here we go. I hope you're voting today, people, because guess what? There's a caravan of recorders. <gasps> They're getting ready to cross the border. Coming into... <sighs> recorders crossing the border. Brent, it's catchy. I'm close to the border. Put it on a, a picket sign. Recorders close to the border. <laughs> we gotta stop these recorders from getting in here, taking up I our just, music space. I just mentioned a bunch of recorders with backpacks, kind of like, <laughs> you know, like marching towards the, the mm-hmm. U.S., and they're all just like... <laughs> just like whistling hot cross buns together or something like <laughs> throwing rocks at our military oh what oh my god go ahead and shoot them take them out oh man mm. recorders by the borders that does man i feel like that could be like a new uh it also sounds like a new charity like doctors without borders <laughs> we could do recorders for borders where we just send used recorders from the u.s to the so, border <laughs> somebody with uh, no medical training it's like uh look uh look son i would uh, love to fix your cleft palate but uh here's a here's Here a go. baby flute instead um so good luck i know uh, it's almost insulting for me to give this to you with your yeah. condition but you know you i go. got I've got like a crate full of these some bitches, so I'm here. So there you the go. The U.S. dropped them. I don't know what to do with them. I'm giving it to everybody. <laughs> that guy doesn't even have hands. I gave him two. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> you think you have problems? <laughs> oh boy. So um, I too watched a thing that was on a streaming thing. Oh, segway. Yeah, it's masterful. Um, I watched the 1922 film Nosferatu. Have you ever seen this I'm, movie? Uh, no, I'm very intrigued by uh, how you got into this at all. Yeah. Okay. So I was hanging out behind this Wendy's, right? Okay, this guy comes okay. up to me. Spicy like, hey, chicken sandwich? Hell yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> the guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, you want to watch a fucked up movie? I was like, yeah. He's like, cool. I got showgirls over here. I'm like, no, I'm good. (laughs) So then I went home and I just looked it up on Prime. Um, Uh So yeah, Nosferatu is on uh, streaming on Prime Video. Uh And it's a movie that I've been aware of. And I think Uh it is the creepiest depiction of Dracula ever. Mm. Um, And I I don't understand how people keep going toward the classic or quote unquote classic, like slick hair back, uh, widow's peak version of Dracula. This is this is the one. Yeah, this is like where they peaked on Dracula. Yeah, right up. Um, uh-huh. He just looks so creepy, and I've there's a, a trailer um, for this movie out there where it has like a lot of the best shots in it, but mm. um, it's still like so cool. Like you see the the shadow of of uh, Dracula like go up these steps, mm. and then you see his like clawed hand reach out for a door, and just like all this creepy shit. It's just like so. Well yeah, done. Right I was on. really impressed with it. It's uh, like I said, it's from 1922. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were still working out a lot of things. It's a silent movie outside of mm-hmm. there being constant music playing. It's weird yeah. that they call it like silent when it's 
there's a bunch of music in it almost all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they've added it later on. I don't know. Could be. Could be. Yeah. But um, like it's the, the music in it doesn't necessarily like go with what's happening on screen. Uh-huh. Yeah. They probably added it later. Because they used to do like, you know, like live organ stuff. Uh, yeah. At the movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and then they, I think they kind of just added stuff later. And I don't even know. Maybe it wasn't even written for it and stuff. I don't know. I'd be curious. Yeah. At a certain point, they just play, <laughs> play Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Oh, weird. Yeah. See, like stuff like that. It doesn't fit. And he's not even playing <laughs> baseball. It's so strange. Um, uh, but uh, Max Shrek plays Dracula in this mm-hmm. movie. And I've heard him called uh, Count Orlock at, at, in like, yeah, being referenced as Count Orlock, not within the film itself, uh, but I guess when people they call speak it, yeah. about it or whatever, I don't know if that was mm-hmm. in the original novel or what. But I think Orlock is a fantastic name. Yeah, uh, if cool. I had a human child, I would name it Orlock because that's metal as fuck. <laughs> Count Orlock or just Orlock? It would be Orlock. It would be like Orlock, okay. Goathead Satan. Hipper. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the things you love. Yeah, all of it. All of it. Winslow. The count will be the yeah. <laughs> Winslow <laughs> dash Hibbert. You hyphen your own name with Winslow. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing about that. I'm reading about it on Wikipedia right now. It was shot in 21 and released in 22. It's an unauthorized adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula, so they changed it from Count Dracula to Count Orlock and Vampire to Nosferatu. Okay. So they like did that to kind of get away from it, but use the same story. Essentially. There's like yeah. text in this movie. Um, where you can see like somebody's reading a, from a book mm. and it has like the, the text on screen and it will, because uh-huh. that's kind of what I thought as well, but it actually mm. says like vampire is like clearly like mentioned oh. <laughs> via text. Yeah. In this. I don't know okay. if they went back and updated it, but then also that's um, funny. he's called Dracula in the movie as well. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe it's just some well, shit they changed later down the road. Or, yeah, or maybe they were like trying to get around it. Yeah, because it <laughs> says that um, Bram Stoker's heirs sued over the adaptation and a court ruled that all copies of this be destroyed. Oh. But a few survived and then it became this like influential piece of cinema. Hell yeah. Uh, so it's so weird that like, yeah, apparently they, they I think that they were like, no, we're going to change the names. And it's like they still didn't. They're like Vampire Dracula. Yeah. And then this, his heirs were like, no, you can't do that. Uh, but then <laughs> here we go survived so i wonder yeah, if it's right just in the like public domain or whatever like it had it, yeah stood the now. test of time and just made yeah. it in there and so they're just like whatever i think dracula yeah. is a public domain character it seems like it has to be now but mm-hmm. that's why i hate they keep changing all this stuff so it's not the life of the author like the author a quote-unquote can be mm-hmm. like a company and the company can't die and so it's like they can just keep that forever like they keep trying to do all this shady shit where i'm like no that there should be yeah you should compensate the author for like 70 fucking years sure but yeah then it should be like in the public domain. We can do whatever we want with it. So, you know, it's been out there enough. But uh, a yeah. little rant. <laughs> oh my god, Steven, sit down. Sit down. It's fine. I can't sit down. I'm too <laughs> agitated. Have you ever seen this movie? I've never seen this movie, and I've wanted to for so long. You know, it's 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 influential. It's one of those that's mm-hmm. out there. Um, but yeah, I've never have. So you beat me to it, you I... son of a bitch. <laughs> No, it's cool, though. I'm glad you watched it. So what got you to watch that? I was looking at, um, man, I can't remember how I came across it exactly, which disturbs me yep. to my core that I can't re- recall this immediately. <laughs> where do we even But something live? like popped in, into my brain one day where I was like, oh, yeah, that was like a super creepy version of, mm. of Dracula. So I looked up uh, Nosferatu on uh, the Just Watch app. This is not sponsored content. I'm just uh-huh. saying we use it a lot. 
lot. used it several times today for this yeah. recording. But, uh, <laughs> so, I, so, so I looked it up and uh, I saw that it was streaming on Prime. I was like, no way. And yeah. Sure enough, it is. And I watched it and uh, I really enjoyed it. I'd, I'd definitely go back and, and rewatch this. It, Even though it's an older movie, it still moves at a pretty good clip. Yeah, cool. Um, and there's, um, like I said, it is a silent movie, so you don't hear anyone's spoken dialogue, but they do put it yeah. up on the screen. But it's not, um, it doesn't happen all that often, to be honest mm. with you. It's, I think, a little, a little bit less than an hour and a half long, but there's still, um, there, there's a lot of like, acting that just goes off of people's expressions. Sometimes their, their mouths will move and they'll have text that accompanies it. Sometimes not. Sometimes it's just like a general idea of like, oh, this guy said something and it pissed off mm-hmm. this other guy or, okay. or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but, man, I really had a blast watching this movie. And then That's awesome. Once you finally see Dracula or Orlock or whatever, um, he's just like creepy all the time, 100% of yeah. the time, is exactly <laughs> what I wanted. And uh, there's just some really, like, cool shots. He wears, like, uh, all black. He doesn't have a cape on or anything like that, but he yeah. has just this weird frame. Like, his shoulders sit up a little bit too high. Um, and then his his skin, his face, and his hands are, like, stark white. Um, mm. And it's just, like, a really good contrast. And he has a really good silhouette, so whenever you see him in the as a shadow or something to that effect... Um, you know exactly what it is, and it's just creepy as hell. Um, yeah, yeah. And there, there's a, uh, one um, one thing is like when you watch the trailer that's on Prime Video, mm-hmm. it will show it, and it has I can't remember what the other color was. Um, it may have just been white, but there's like a mm-hmm. portion of the trailer that is like one color, then other another portion of it that is um, like tinted green or blue or like mm-hmm. a blue green or whatever. I thought oh, that's kind of weird. But then I went and read about it, and I guess that's how they differentiated between night and day back in the day. They would just have, oh, like, uh-huh. like, I don't know if it was color gels on the projector or they just yeah. put on different film when they processed it. But um, it, I could have used that with this because sometimes I had no idea what part of the day it was. And gotcha. it wouldn't be a big deal, except the lead character will combust into flame if, <laughs> if they might hit him. So <laughs> yeah. kind of important. Kind of important. Um, but uh, man, you should definitely watch this movie. I, yeah, I'd love to awesome. hear hear your thoughts on it. Um, <laughs> there, there is one comedic thing, um, unintentionally, I think, but uh, it's just like such a weird thing to look at. Is um, Dracula? He has to um, he has to get from his castle back to um, our main character's address. I think he is going back to America or whatever. Mm. So he essentially has to mail himself in a coffin. So he, <laughs> he, he, he builds this coffin, puts it on. Um, he's got some horses like uh, hitched up and he has like a, a flat pallet. He puts his coffin on, hops in it. And mm. then the horses take off while he was like um, sleeping or whatever. Uh-huh. Because again, daylight, he doesn't have to, he, he, he can't be exposed to it. Yeah. He um, eventually makes his way to America. He gets where he needs to get. But he he picks up his coffin and he fucking walks around with his coffin in his hands. <laughs> but he has it on like his side. He's 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 holding it in both of his hands, but it's on his side. And you see this like lumbering doofus, like that is clear, awesome. clearly a horror being walking yeah. around with this giant coffin. <laughs> and it looks like it's during the day. It looks like it was filmed during the day anyway. But it's uh, 
it has to be at nighttime. Yeah. There's no other choice for this character. But it's just such a like a, a goofy looking thing. But that's um, hilarious. I, I kind of get what they're saying. Like he has to have that, otherwise he's uh-huh. fucked essentially. So, um, and then he's also- like, just be normal, Jack Dack normal. <laughs> <laughs> put should I put on a hat? I should put on- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I, having not seen this like picturing this is amazing to me though I love it oh, excellent um, yeah and then uh, also when this movie ends it ends like it's, it's like oh, yeah, and yeah. here is the issue and it is resolved done done there's no like credits at the end because I, I kept there I watched it last night and I was I was tired as fog and I thought yeah. oh I've got like 14 minutes I'm sure like the last it's an old movie. Some last two or three minutes or, or mm-hmm. credits or whatever. Uh, nope. No way. <laughs> like when How it funny. is done, it ends right there. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, maybe again, uh, that time period. I'm trying to think when they, I know that you used to do, um, you know how we have credits in the beginning. Like they used to do that yeah. only in the beginning for a while and then didn't mm-hmm. do it at the end and then it shifted at some point in Hollywood. But uh, I yeah, don't they really had, know when. So. They had a lot of the cast on there, but none of the crew yeah. as far as I could tell. Yeah. Well, Mm. Who cares about the crew? They didn't make the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's like so many people that worked on that that are like lost to time. Nobody knows anymore. Yeah, That's so weird. Yeah. Like this major piece of cinema. Who um, was the grip? Who was the best boy? <laughs> I need to know. Uh, no, it's cool. I'm so glad you watched that randomly though. Because um, I've always uh, always come to the world to watch that. I just never have. So I will. I have this list going of stuff that I wanted to put off till next year for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some of the shows and stuff that I had mentioned, like they have new seasons and um, different movies and stuff that I didn't get to this year. So I will put that on the list and I will be very excited to watch that. Um, this is, this yeah. is the movie I was telling you about that I started mm. on Halloween uh-huh. night. And, uh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, dug the shit out of it. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that really makes me excited for it. I know that there's, I looked this up randomly the other day or it popped up on some list. I was looking for horror movies and stuff, but there's a remake of it. Um, from the 70s from uh, Werner uh, Herzog and then there's there's like a 90s movie with um, uh, God what is his name um, nope not Billy Bob Thornton um, John Malkovich where he oh, plays Shadow, Shadow of the Vampire of the, yeah, yeah. yeah where he I plays that, that role mm-hmm. right yeah no he um, doesn't uh, uh, Willem Dafoe does oh okay he's like the director then or something uh, Malkovich I've never seen it yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe I should it's, stop it's saying like what them, characters like, are shooting that movie. Mm-hmm. But in yeah. this case, instead of uh, Max Shrek, it is um, uh, Willem Dafoe is an actual vampire. Yeah, yeah. Who they're like filming for? Yeah, so that was cool. <laughs> um, but it's like it's spawned all these cool things since mm-hmm. then. So it'd be it'd be fun to watch that one and then see where it leads me after that if I want to watch more of them or whatever. Because there's there's more to that world, I guess. That's kind of interesting. But there's, um, it's there's, it's fun. Yeah, there's actually a lot more than you would think that spun out from this one movie because later they made a series of uh, dreamworks made a series of animated features about max shrek when he used to be a fairy tale ogre that lived in a swamp Uh, it was called uh shrek uh is what it was yeah okay Mm -hmm. and it's been off puss in boots (laughs) was puss Puss in boots in this movie uh i I think i remember seeing a cat and he may have Mm. had I think he had a musketeer hat and, and boots on. Yeah. Couldn't I'm really tell. Pretty sure. It was dark. You couldn't tell if it was day or night. I didn't know. Yeah. How could but you? But there's... Take a look at the background. There is a cat. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Walking around. Yep. <laughs> With a sword. Um, yeah. Uh, but that's cool. I would totally check that out next year. So 
<laughs> yep. Looking forward to that. Do, Steven, don't you, yeah. don't you dare fucking watch this movie until next year. Until next October. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I even hear that you thought about watching this movie before next year. Okay. I, Brent, you know me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Maybe next September. Mm. If I start early again. Is All that right. okay? All right. Can you give me a little leeway there? Well, we'll see. We'll see when we get there? Yeah. Ask me again next September. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Glad we had this talk. <laughs> Open mouth kiss on the mouth. <laughs> so, uh, I watched uh, another thing that was, uh, again, I watched it for Halloween, but it, it, I don't necessarily think it needs to be like a horror thing, but um, on Shudder, when I was looking through those, they had a thing um, from uh, Neil Gaiman, uh, Neil Gaiman's Likely Stories, and apparently it's, uh, it's based on some short stories that he had, and then I saw, I was looking it up for this podcast, and I saw that there's a comic book of it, but it looks like it actually just came out, whereas uh, this TV series came out like two years ago, I think. Um, and it's just four episodes. They're like 30 minutes long. They're just these little things. Um, but do you know about that show or that series or anything like that? Mm-mm. No, I've never, never heard of it. I mean, Neil Gaiman is so prolific that it doesn't yeah. surprise me that he's got a thing out that I've never heard of. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's just like so much. Just like not even like books or comics or like entertainment or what. It's just like I've created a new way to pasteurize milk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he just okay. has his hands in everything. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, sure, whatever. Okay. He's a real Renaissance man. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, no, I, you know his name carries a lot of heft, obviously, and mm-hmm. uh, for the stuff that he does. So that's what attracted me to this. Um, it's cool. I, I, when I was looking it up for this uh, podcast, um, I think it was the Nerdist had said it was like a, a modern campfire story type thing. Mm, um, okay. With uh, I don't know, like it, it seems kind of like that. They're like little stories that are kind of goofy, not goofy. Sorry, they're um, they're creepy and they're um, fun, but they're they're just like little short stories that are kind of more creepy than like horror, I guess. Um, and they had a really cool vibe. I really dug the whole series. Um, some episodes were better than others. Mm-hmm. It's like this really short thing. I don't know if they meant to do more of these or they were hoping it would have done better and they would have made more. But um, it's kind of fun just to have like four little episodes out there that are just not like related at all they're just like these cool stories and like anything he does uh, i mean they're, re- they're really well written and stuff um he always shows up in them like a cameo he's a, he's almost always like on tv in the background um telling something like a theory of his or something about his books or like how how to write for like to scare people and stuff like that they're, they're kind of little cool insights um about how to draw people into the the story or whatever but uh, but it was cool it was like just these little little stories so Neat. And he calls, uh, I believe in one of those cameos, he calls R.L. Stein a, a twat, I think, right? Yeah, I didn't mention it because I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Goosebumps for life, yo. <laughs> Goosebumps for life. <laughs> but, yeah, this is cool. It, it, it kind of is like that, though. I'm glad, mm-hmm. I'm glad you made that joke because uh, it, it's, it's the same way I like Goosebumps, those kind of like goofy little stories, whatever. This was fun, like these little things. Um, I might watch them next year for Halloween. I might just, you know, show them to Amanda on a random day or whatever throughout the year. I don't know because they're just like these, these like cool, like weird tales of, of weird things happening to people. And I'm like, that's cool. So when you say you would show those to her on a random day, yep. you mean that it couldn't be like another holiday. So you couldn't show her one of these on like an Arbor day or a flag day. I'm trying to remember if any of them have to do with another holiday, and I don't think they do. So, no, I think I'm actually barring myself from ever showing this on another holiday. Yeah. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I like to stick to very strict policies about that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's very important. Mm-hmm. Arbor Day, no. Uh-uh. Not not this. No. Um Fern Up Gully. With trees, you could watch down with watching yeah. new things. There you go. Uh but Fern Gully you could watch on Arbor Day. Uh Avatar. Uh same that's the same movie. Um <laughs> right. Pocahontas, same the same same movie. And Dances with Wolves. You could watch any of those on Arbor Day. Dances with Wolves. That's same story. Sorry, I started with Arbor okay. Day, Fern Gully. The re- okay. Then I just realized all those are the same movies, so you can you can swap them you all out. Them. Okay, they're interchangeable. For Fern Gully, for Arbor Day. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, for the show, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. That's all I need. <laughs> That's all I need. I feel much better. I'm, I'm accepted here at my own show. <laughs> Steven, I think you just crawled up into uh, the top five uh, hosts of this podcast. Hey, <laughs> feeling good about myself. <laughs> so is this only on Shudder? The likely uh, yeah, I looked it up. Um, uh, right now it's like a streaming exclusive on Shudder, yeah. Are they all horror related in some way? I'm trying to think of actually all the stories. Um, I don't think so. I can't remember the last one right now for some reason, but... Um, you know, like the first, first story is about like a guy who's like really sick... And it's about how it like kind of affects his life, but it's like is what's going on with his mind and body and stuff. The next one is about like an old woman who like a young guy meets a young woman and she um, is <laughs> kind of a, a recluse in their apartment complex. But then it's like she seems to start craving uh, like like raw meat and stuff. So it's like this weird kind of creepy thing. Pornhub exclusive again. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, the next one is like this kid uh, takes a shortcut home from school through the woods one day and he meets these three other kids who he just assumes go to like this other school that he doesn't go to. And they're like, yeah, go deeper in the woods with us. We'll show you this cool hideout we have. And it's like, who are these kids? You know, there's like a lot of weird stuff with that one. And then the, honestly, the fourth one, I can't remember right now. Um, so they're all just like kind of like there's there's those are kind of horror premises or they could be. But um mm-hmm. They're not necessarily horrific. Nothing. It's not like these are like really gory, um, necessarily or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're they're more like atmospheric again. It's kind of like a sense of dread. Like what is happening with this? And then it it comes to fruition. and You're like, oh cool. It was a thirty minute little short mm-hmm. short story, and yeah, we're done, and it's cool. So it and was fun. When you say a sense of dread, it's related to dreadlocks <laughs> 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 coming out of uh-huh. one's butt. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's almost uh, as if. Uh, the listeners would need to listen to, uh, I don't know, outtakes for the show to, to fully get and oh, absorb that one. I don't yeah. mean to say absorb and dreadlocks in the same sentence. That's gross. No, no, no. Within that context. But, it uh, is. Yeah. So uh, is, is the tone of it, is it uh, more like family friendly then? No, I'd still say it's adult, um, but they're not necessarily like so like R-rated. Like maybe like PG-13 type of thing. Oh, okay. I don't remember anything like more than that. I don't know what like, they're actually like rated. Um, so maybe a little but... bit darker than... Goosebumps yeah, or whatever. Thing like, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I would say that. Um, and they're a little more, I mean, that one has kids in it, but it's not like a kid's story. You mm-hmm. know, um, the the first two, I think, are definitely adult stories. Um, and I'm trying to look up and see if I can find the, the third episode, but, um, or sorry, the fourth episode. But um, yeah, I would say it's like, you know, mostly adult though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's like I would recommend this to an adult, but I would also recommend this to my uh, nearly twelve-year-old nephew who's just super into to horror. Uh, he could okay. watch this like next year or whatever. You know, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's a big deal. So, 
But again, yeah. he should not watch it anytime before next year. No, not mm-hmm. uh, definitely not any other holiday but Halloween uh, or its uh, month. Mm-hmm. That that uh, month and a half buffer. Yes, at least yeah, okay. at least a month, maybe a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I dug it. Um, I, I think if you like Neil Gaiman, for one, I mean, mm-hmm. you can't you can't generally go wrong with him. Uh, I haven't yet. I don't think that anything I've read or seen of his. So yeah. Um, so yeah, it's always good. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Likely story, Stephen. I don't get it. All right, so <laughs> my, my final thing here is uh, I read a, a manga. Manga? Uh-huh. Manga. <laughs> I'm a fucking Luddite. Uh, so I had, I'd been wanting to, to read some new comics, but I wanted to read some, uh, some manga specifically. And for new listeners, that is uh, comics made in, in Japan. Um, mm. and, uh, they're read from, uh, right to left. So they're read backwards, which I know sounds insane until you get to the rhythm of it. And then it's just like it anything. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Not that big of a deal. barely even a thought. Um, so I found this one book on comiXology. They always have a list each Wednesday when new comics come out of, uh, new books from Marvel, DC, etc. And then they have a new, uh, manga section as well. And I was going through there and something caught my eye, something, um, that I did not know existed, do not understand how it came to exist, but I'm so glad it does. Um, and really to, to kind of set the tone for, for this, um, my wife and I, we bought a new house, uh, almost two years ago. You bought a new house earlier yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole process of like going through that can be like exhausting, Yep. And this new book I read really puts that into perspective. Uh-huh. Uh, I read That's a book nice. called Dragon Ghost House Hunting, Volume 1. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would like to repeat that title so people don't think I had a seizure <laughs> during the middle of it and just spit out random words. It's called Dragon Ghost House Hunting, Volume 1. Um, it's about this red, giant red dragon in this uh-huh. fantasy world who whose name is Letty. And... Um, he, <laughs> it's it's written kind of like a tongue-in-cheek type of, of book, um, and it, it hits its premise pretty early on. Um, this dragon <laughs> is kicked out of his home, essentially, by his parents. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that's so sad. Yeah, it's, uh, he's very obsessed with, like, mm. video games, and there's a lot of references to um, video games, and people, um, or characters in this book have uh, smartphones and things of that nature. Mm, yep. Um, he was supposed to watch the the dragon eggs one day he didn't and they were all stolen by hunters so again within like the first like eight pages or so of this manga he gets kicked out of his house and Mm -hmm. uh this volume is 182 pages long so that's (laughs) in perspective it's pretty quick and and manga tends to read Uh, pretty uh, quickly anyway so uh, we hit the premise right off he gets kicked out he has to find a home um and it's really just a story about him struggling to find a place to stay um and the thing is, like, even though he's a dragon, he's not good at being a dragon. And to give you perspective, he's as good at being a dragon as I am at podcasting. It's that bad. It's that oh, bad, guys. So um, saying something. <laughs> he he eventually like gets captured by these dwarves, but is able to escape. Um, he comes across <clears throat> these like these hunters that are trying to hunt him hunt him down. They're like, uh, whenever you play like. Um, 
like Final Fantasy back in the mm-hmm. day when you'd play Final Fantasy, you would go fight these dragons and get points and all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. This time we're kind of looking at that type of skirmish through the eyes of this dragon who is just terrified mm-hmm. of everything. He just fucking lives a, a life full of phobias. And yeah. these uh, these characters called the, uh, the Yusha uh, attack mm-hmm. him. And I guess that's uh, translated. It means brave heroes. So um, that's funny. Like, just flip it around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and he he doesn't really fight them. Uh, there's another character that, that comes in uh, or that comes in and saves him from these characters. Mm-hmm. But it's not like they're going to do a whole lot of damage to him anyway because he's a dragon. He's so big. Uh, these human characters can't really do much of anything. Um, yeah. This is a, a very, like, mostly to this point, it's a very, like, harmless, family-friendly book. Um, there's uh-huh. there's some light cursing in it. There's like hell and damn it are in here, but otherwise mm-hmm. it's not too bad. You could probably give this to a kid, except for as I was reading through this, <laughs> I had no idea he comes across a uh, a couple of harpy characters, which are women with um the, their their torsos are are women, but they have their arms have feathers on them and they have bird mm-hmm. legs and everything. Um, they have just full on breasts <laughs> exposed here. Oh yeah, <laughs> so it was such a weird thing. It, it took me out of the book Turned there the page, for a second, like, but you know, um, <laughs> I'm not uptight about it. Uh, I, yeah. I think <laughs> if uh, if we lived in Europe, it would probably be an okay thing mm-hmm. to to give to a kid. But um, man, it, it it did throw me for a loop because I'm typically not expecting that on a book that's 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 rated teen. Yeah, this, yeah. like on the back of this book, it has a rated 14 on there, uh-huh. um, which was surprising, but Hey, you know what? You know who likes boobs? Teenagers. Teens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's one of the first things, you know, children see, you know, yep. every there time a child is born, the doctor <laughs> has an open hustler that shows the child. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, oh, I guess it's modern days. They just have Pornhub on a laptop. On a uh, <laughs> iPad. Come yeah. on, yeah. iPad, yeah. And the kid the kid knows how to use it already. <laughs> yeah, uh, right at the womb. These kids, they learn so young. It's innate. You know? <laughs> they learn from their moms in the womb now. <laughs> yeah, it translates. Right. <laughs> they get that mo- that movement of the fingers <laughs> going across the screen. Um, so, yeah, he, he eventually comes across this character called uh, Diria, who is an elf, but also he's... Um, an architect, a realtor, and a demon lord. So okay. he's, he's got a lot of hats that he's wearing. Not literal, uh, but, you know, otherwise. Yeah. So as a realtor, he's showing him all these different houses. Um, the first one has all these booby traps in it to protect him from those uh, brave hero characters that might try to kill him. Mm-hmm. The next one's a haunted house, which doesn't turn out well because he's just terrified of everything already. Later on in the story, they decide to, <laughs> you know what? Let's just fucking build you a house from scratch. You can build it custom to you you're a giant Uh dragon you're gonna have to have reinforced floors and whatnot anyway so Mm. we'll just do that and eventually he he goes with that except there are a lot of other um uh characters that come to see him for protection and ask to stay with them you know what letty's a a cool dude he's like yeah sure you can stay with me but this happens so often that his house fills up so he's like, you know what? I got to get the fuck out of here. So <laughs> they had a turn. I didn't expect. It did, yeah. So I'm sorry to spoil the end of this book, but I know most people <laughs> who are listening to this are not going to read this book, but um, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That leads us to uh, volume two, which comes out, I think mm. at the beginning of next year. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. It was just fucking <laughs> insane. I cannot believe awesome. that somebody sunk time into a house hunting book. First of all, 
Yeah. Second of all, the lead character is a dragon. Uh, it makes total sense. Yes. And third of all, I feel like this book was made for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I, too, still feel the stress. Even though we've got a new house, I'm not planning to move yeah. anytime soon. I, oh, yeah. Uh, I hope to fucking die here. Um, <laughs> Uh, I still feel like the 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 um, uh, like the the uh, anxiousness in my chest when mm. I even think about having to move again. It just it just drives me it's, nuts. Uh, so much work. Yeah, you know, uh, watching HGTV, you know, watching people make choices, have to go buy a house and do all the upkeep and all this shit. That's um, your horror show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of which, uh-huh. do you think Pinhead would ever watch HGTV, or he would change it? He'd be like. No, I see what they're doing to those nails. Uh-uh, Poppy, not for me. He's scared. You know, he looks so scary, but he's a he's got a soft heart. Yeah. He doesn't want to be nailed in the face, hammered. He's got a soft heart, like it's a condition. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why he's so upset. <laughs> in the arms of an angel. <laughs> for one dollar a day, you too can save a pinhead. <laughs> I mentioned like you show like a picture of him, like a like a sad puppy, you, like look up towards the screen, like a bunch of the nails are bent or like missing. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a puppy dog, like <laughs> frown on, you know, like. <laughs> oh man! Please let's fix him up. Uh, <laughs> well, that sounds really interesting. Uh, yeah. uh, what I got out of uh, your explanation of the plot is that this is a how-to manual to buy and build houses. Is that uh, accurate? I think that's fairly accurate, yeah. Um, first of mm. all, become a dragon. Second of all, okay. be a shitty dragon and have mm. all of your family's eggs stolen. Yep. Uh, thirdly, do the rest of the stuff I mentioned earlier. And done. <laughs> done. <laughs> Step five, profit. <laughs> <laughs> so these these eggs that got stolen, were these like siblings? <laughs> I think so. I think that was that's the offspring pretty, of like, the... The, the yeah. dragon uh, colony or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't like someone stole my eggs in my fridge and I was like, I can't make an omelet. Oh, no. That would this have been, was like, yeah. they stole my brothers and sisters. That would have been like unnecessarily harsh, you know? Yeah. Um, man, a dragon omelet. I feed a lot of people. See, there are a lot of people that are like, hey, you mm-hmm. know, building your own dragon home is going to be yep. expensive. How about mm-hmm. we just cut off your fucking wings? <laughs> as as payment because that's just going to go for a pretty penny. What? Yeah. So that's not good. You know, and you just be a homebody. Being a and like, mm. well, he's got no home to be a body in. Oh man, this and gets thus worse and is worse. The problem. Thus is the problems. Mm-hmm. Brent, I'm really upset. I'm gonna have to watch Harry and the Hendersons now. <laughs> I need to. That's also upsetting, but I need to perk myself up a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, that sounds very uh, exciting, and uh, I'm I'm very intrigued to to know what happens in Volume Two. Please let us know again. Uh, I need to know what happens with this dragon. Don't worry, I'm on it. <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm sounding sarcastic. I'm not. I am. This sounds very fun. I don't know that I want to read it myself, I, but I I want to know what you read it. Yes. And what happened in it? I so. I can't wait to see where this yeah. could possibly go because the <laughs> yeah. the title of the book is so specific. Like, I know, right? I, when I was reading it, he was like getting his own house built, and it, uh-huh. was, it seemed like it was perfect. I was like, "Well, Gotta how?" Work out. I guess this is just how the book ends. Is there going to be a volume two? Why put volume mm. one on there at all? Seems like yeah. this is all done and done. Oh, he's he's living of his own volition. All right, well, mm. we got to keep the series going. Man, crazy. Yeah. Who knows what that dragon be up to next? What's his name again? Letty. 
or her? Is it a her? Uh, I, it, I guess it could be a her. I, I feel like Letty's a girl's name, but it it was in uh, the Fast and Furious franchise. Let's talk about. I that was like, for it's a while. in something, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, uh, we had like an hour. Yeah. To talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the last thing that I wanted to talk about uh, today is uh, I watched a few episodes of the Secret History of Comics, Hell which is yes. an AMC show, I guess. But I saw mm. this again on Shutter because uh, yeah. they get a lot of the AMC stuff on there. So. Um, have you seen some of these or have you seen the series? Yes, I've, I've seen all of these. Um, oh, cool. As mentioned on this very podcast. See, here's the thing, Brent. <laughs> Sometimes you'll mention stuff, and, and I, I've mentioned this before, I only have enough uh, bandwidth in my brain to go through the show, and then afterwards I dump it all out, and That's I'm like, okay. I don't know what happened. Look, um, it's, it, it, unless you've watched the show, it's probably not going to yeah. stick in your mind what the title of it is, so... Sure. No uh, that sounds vaguely familiar that we've talked uh-huh. about it before. But yeah. uh, so the ones that I watched, I watched the first and last episodes. Um, and there's a, a few reasons for that, but it's uh, mostly because <clears throat> of just the subject matter that mm-hmm. I was more interested in with those. Um, the first one is about Marvel okay. and their history and stuff. So that was obviously cool. Mm-hmm. The last one is about Image and their history. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which I specifically didn't know much about at all. And that was fascinating. That was really cool to see. Um, what they do. So for those at home, uh, can you mention what image does, um, or like kind of when they came out and some of the big properties they've had? Yeah. So images, uh, is a comic book publisher. Um, it's like the third largest American comic book publisher mm. behind Marvel and DC. Nice. Um, they are an independent, um, comic book publisher. So even though mm. they publish comics like the walking dead and spawn mm. and saga, all of those properties yeah. are individually owned by those, those creators, whoever creates those books. So, uh, for example, if Robert Kirkman wanted to, he could pull his his um, Walking Dead series and mm-hmm. take that to a different publisher, do his own publishing, whatever he wants, really. So, um, that's that's kind yeah. of the, the basis of it. Um, the the, cool. the founders of the the company all came from Marvel. They got pissed off with Marvel's um, policies at that point uh, in mm-hmm. the early '90s. So they split off, created their own creator-owned company, and yep. you know it's kind of blossomed ever since. It's a cool idea. It was really fun to see them, especially watching those two episodes in a row. So episode mm-hmm. one from the show is the Mighty Misfits who made Marvel, and then episode six is Image Comics Declaration of Independence. And like you said, they left Marvel, so it was kind of interesting to see the two of those. Yeah. Um, but they, I like the idea that they were kind of setting forth in that industry. Uh, they would talk about like oh, you're getting paid at DC to, to, to do a page for like $30, we'll pay you $300, mm-hmm. which by the way, even in the 90s, $30, what the fuck? That's ridiculous. To yeah. draw a page? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, they would like give them more license with their own characters and stuff and uh, it caused some tension throughout time with people leaving and coming back and stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, but I still think it's probably a better idea. I like the idea of uh, companies actually paying the people that are making the products, you know, well and... Um, they have more rights and stuff than it just being like this conglomerate that kind of pushes stuff out or whatever. So right. um, that was cool. I, I tried to watch some of the other episodes and I just really wasn't into it. Like the first, this, sorry, the second episode is uh, The Truth About Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. which obviously I'm just not a huge fan of the character. Um, the episode three was The Trials of Superman, which is seemed more about the um, original creators of that and getting the rights back. And I was like, I know a, a little mm-hmm. bit about that, but it's not going to intrigue me for all, like 60 minutes either. Sure. Um, Episode four was City of Heroes. It was about like 9-11 and how that affected comics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which these all sound interesting. Uh, Five is the color of comics about um, 
a small uh, like black imprint of comics in the '90s that uh, was like the rise and fall of uh, Milestone Comics mm-hmm. um, in 90, 1990s New York. Um, so those sound interesting, but uh, when I was watching it, I was like, Marvel and Image, I know those two, that's easy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were really well made. These these had a lot of fascinating interviews. Like Kevin Smith is on there, um, Letty, uh, the uh, Dragon, Mi- <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, apparently is like a huge comic book fan, and mm-hmm. she's in it a bunch. Um, but then, you know, they have Stan Lee, they have a lot of people from Image as well, uh, a bunch of people that I don't know the names of, but Robert Kirkman, uh, obviously was on that. Um, and it was cool just to see people talk about the, the stuff that I just wasn't involved in ever with the nineties movement and all that stuff and mm-hmm. the ebbs and flows of the industry. They talked about like, uh, the speculator market for comic books that people were buying them to sell them later on, like beanie babies and stuff and like, like <laughs> yeah. baseball cards. And then I was like plummeted and nobody wanted them. They would give like cents on the dollar and, um, it's so such a weird thing I was never a part of, you know? Yeah, so. it's it's funny because uh, my friend Ross and I will talk about it like every once in a while. We'll, we'll just happen to come across somebody who finds out that he or I like comics and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I used to own a copy of Spawn number one. It's like, cool. Yeah, there are eight fucking million copies of it. Oh, a yeah, lot of people have it, and it's not worth <laughs> the exact cover price it is right now. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's insane. like fun of the market. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that was it exactly. Image talked about that a lot in theirs, which is uh, interesting to see these people go back and kind of say like, uh, you know, Todd McFarlane who created Spawn is like, don't, don't like try to pull one over on your fans because they'll remember that and get angry Mm -hmm. and stuff. And it's, he's, they've all learned some lessons and stuff, but it was really fascinating. And, um, I thought it was really well made. So, um, remind me, what what did, what did you think of it, Brett? (laughs) (laughs) Well, as you remember, uh, I like the the whole series that milestone episode in particular Uh was, um, something that was just like not on my radar at all. Um, Mm, back in the day, I think I was just like at the time that whole, um, that whole company started. Um, mm-hmm. I think I had not even like stepped into superhero comics at that time. I was still oh, okay. into, like Ninja Turtle specifically. I was like so young. Yeah. That was all I got into. So just going back and rewatching or watching that episode and having them lay out the story. Cause I'm familiar with some of those characters. Um, there's mm-hmm. a character called static who went on to have a animated series called static shock, um, mm-hmm. on, uh, the WWWWB. <laughs> That was a that was a thing back then. You know? Really long title. They man. really did. did really well with it. Um, <laughs> fucking Michigan J Frog fucked us again. You know? <laughs> um, but uh, Static Shock, look that up. Yeah. Um, some of those characters they they bring back from time to time, um, mm-hmm. just to like give them new series. But they never really quite last very long. Um, last I've heard is they're supposed to be bringing them back yet again um, as their own separate imprint within DC Comics, but. I mean, who knows? They've, they've said that before, and nothing's really come of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll probably go back and watch some of those other episodes, but so far, I like those two. I don't know if they'll do a second mm-hmm. season either with more stories or whatever, but, uh, but it, was, it was pretty cool. It was, um, especially for, you know, someone that's still that's into comics but not into that kind of era and everything, what happened, mm-hmm. like I was saying, and the 90s like and stuff. Like all of the history mm-hmm. and behind yeah. Like the creative process and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Um, was really cool. And, and mm-hmm. um, especially from like Marvel to Image, which are uh, a lot of the comics that I do read, you know. Mm-hmm. So those right. two in particular for me were, were good. But uh, but yeah, so I would, I would recommend that on either uh, AMC or Shudder, uh, Secret History of Comics. Hail to the yes, the show is done. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Yeah, we had a good show, though. This was uh, longer than I expected, but uh, also as exactly as I expected. And 
<laughs> so it, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about a little little bit of everything. Yeah. It's always so, good. So, yeah. Next, next week, we'll... Uh, I don't know if we have anything in particular yeah, planned, but uh, I think we're going to jump back into our Avengers reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to pick up with the 2018 cool. uh, Avengers series. We're going to do issue seven, I believe. I think that's where we're at, yeah. It's the the issue with a uh, fiery mammoth ghost <laughs> yep, rider on there you it. Go. So just find that one. Yep. It's a very specific thing. Mm-hmm. Easy enough. Mm-hmm. You can tell your local comic people that. And they'll, they'll be, yeah, okay, got it, got it right here. Ask, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. Ask a relative. They'll know. They'll know. <laughs> And tell them to vote. And vote, absolutely, <laughs> yes. Please, for the fucking love of Christ, vote. Vote for, vote for Fiery Mammoth. Right in. <laughs> 2018. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you if you do want to write into us, uh, you can uh, send us an email at letstalkaboutstuffpodcast at gmail.com. You can send uh, anything you'd like. Um, uh, no dick pics, please, but um, suggestions, questions, comments, dog pictures, Stuff like that. And uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. You can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. And you can find Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. Yes. Yes. Well, Brent, do you have anything else today? I anyway, hope so. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. Oh, and I, I have somebody here who wants to say something real quick. Mm. Can we talk later? Yes, we can. Oh, thank you, Obama, for coming back in today. Man, okay, you just always, always popping in our podcast. Sorry, he had to, he had to head out. Oh, got that's gra- fine. Grappling that's fine. hook, he fired into the roof of my house. And oh, was, wow. I hope he's going to pay for that. Thanks, hey, Obama. All right. Maybe you could get a dragon to stand in, in the hole. I mean, it, it seems like reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It would solve a problem of the manga, I know. <laughs> Uh, Alright, well, uh, let's talk later. Okay. Woo! Got it. Okay. All right. So we've got a sync word. Okay. We're going to sync with, in honor of No Shave November. Mm. The sync word is prostate. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I forget. <laughs> that is actually like what it's supposed to be for, right? Or whatever. Yep. <laughs> Without the context, I was like, that's a weird leap. Uh, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. Of course, you know, no shave November in mm-hmm. honor of not shaving your butthole. I, I, and that's why I was like, where is he going yeah. with this? I'm like at it's least weird. every other, you know, week. <laughs> not for November, though. No shave. No, not for November. Gotta, nope. gotta call attention to it. Oh my God, my barber's gonna hate me in December. <laughs> I'll be oh, like, you know what? Just make them dreads. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so. And in the future, <clears throat> that's why he becomes Judge Dread. It's because. Wow, little known yeah, fact. Yeah, it's a nickname. <laughs> From <laughs> the showers. tight about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He has a shower cap. He puts over his butt. <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those shows. <laughs> All right, so sync word. What was it actually? Uh, yeah, what did we say? Dreads. Uh, pro- prostate. <laughs> prostate? Okay. Prostate. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> prostate on three. <laughs> and you have to, like, tickle it while you say it. Right, so. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> All right. One, two, three. Prostate. prostate. Hell yeah. <clears throat> All right. Sync uh, word of the year. <laughs>
And then he's also- like, just be normal, Jack Dack normal. <laughs> put a, should I put on a hat? Put on- <laughs> it cut out yep. for a long time, and I heard the word accurate. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's yes. fantastic. <laughs> All right, and then uh, prostate on three. Uh, One, two, three. Prostate. <laughs> <laughs> you like a swoop in there? That worked. Yep, that was swoop terrifying. Right yeah. your prostate. Yeah, you did. Terrifying. <laughs> Hell to the yes, the show is done. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>